Hello, just a quick bit before this week's episode to let you know that we have a Patreon you can subscribe to if you like what we're doing here and you want more of it. You probably already knew that. We don't stop going on about it. What you didn't know is that you can currently get a little free trial so you know exactly what you'd get as part of your subscription. You can head to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in the show notes to get your first seven days free. All you need to do is pick which tier you'd like a free trial of. The Biggest Mates tier is the one that has all the extras in it. And then for seven days, you are free to listen to any episode we've released in the last six months. You can cancel any time or just leave the subscription rolling if you like what you find. It's charged monthly. And during any month, as part of that Biggest Mates tier, you'll get ad-free episodes of this show every Monday. You'll get a brand new episode of our new Manic Street Preacher show every month. Two episodes every month of The Ultimate Playlist, our themed playlist show, where we talk about all kinds of different music, different artists, different genres, different eras, and one or two bonus episodes every month, depending on the length of the month. That's two episodes every week. There's also other tiers to trial. One that is just the Manic Show and ad-free What Is Music episodes, and another that is just ad-free What Is Music episodes. But hey, if the first seven days are free, why not try a bit of everything? Plus, all tiers include access to the exclusive subscriber-only Discord where we discuss the shows, the bands we've covered, various music topics, and loads of other stuff, including some games that the friendly community have devised themselves. So head on over to our Patreon page now to claim your free seven-day trial. Go to patreon.com slash whatismusicpod or follow the link in our show notes. See you there. Um, we actually genuinely haven't like talked since the last episode because we've all yeah. been, we've all been on holidays. Well, yeah. on our holidays, holidays holidays is a loose term to describe yeah, yeah, like, yeah, going to Devon. I went abroad. Yeah, abroad to oh, you went to abroad Wales. Wales. Well, <laughs> it depends if you consider yourself English or British. English till the day I die. Then you went abroad <laughs> then, and you went abroad to Wales. Adam went with me and me mum and me dad and me gran. Yeah. <laughs> bucket of Vindaloo. Exactly. Yeah. What did you guys do? I went to Devon. Cool. Went Has it really been... Went and stayed oh, in a little I've... B&B. Shut up, I'm talking. Went and oh, stayed yeah. in a little B&B. <laughs> and, uh, and like, you know, went on some like walks and like went to a zoo. Just like oh. had some drinks, had some meals. You put money into animal imprisonment. Uh, imprisonment. Let's not go into the pros and cons of zoos. Um, it <laughs> pros, depends if it cute was monkeys. One... Well, yeah, but also some of them do actually genuinely rehabilitate uh, yeah. animals. Yeah, so fuck off. What, like, so fuck ones off, that have done crack? Or like, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Just, like, try and get back into society. Yeah, you know right. those, like, those two monkeys remaining... that have been smoking because they're, those in, they're in adverts Those two remaining the white rhinos that exist in that place in Africa in some like reserve. Yeah, yeah the that white prison, rhino that... Right, so we should just kill them, should we, Steve? Is that what you're saying? Kill them. Well, because they're I'm in prison. About... You're, saying we should... that... Impri... you're saying we should kill them? Are these the ones that have done crystal meth and we're trying to rehabilitate them? You're so mm-hmm. Yeah. Steve just said on record he wants to kill all imprisoned creatures, humans included. Wow. <laughs> and, and on that note, hello and welcome to Do You Love Us? A critical analysis of the history 
cultural impact and music of Manic Street Preachers. We are asking the questions, does context matter when listening to music? Does knowing the history of a musical artist affect your reaction to its output? No. And more importantly, we're asking the question, <laughs> do you love us? Us being the band Manic Street Preachers and not us, the host of Do You Love Us, the podcast of which you are now listening. We are also, specifically this week, asking the question, why colonise the moon when every different kind of desperation exists in every single home? Uh, because today we are covering the band's 10th album, Postcards from a Young Man. I am uh, Adam Scott Glasspool. I'm joined by my co-hosts, Steve Murphy. <laughs> hey, man. And Lucas. Oh, whoa, 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 way. Hey, man. Okay, good. Yeah, it's consistent. good to, uh, yeah. right off the, uh, the, the bat to um, make sure people can tell the difference between your voices. That's great. Hey, man. Uh, how have hey, man. you guys been we haven't asked about my holiday yet no one cares oh yeah oh i should point out that obviously later we will have uh sean moore as a guest i'm not convinced this time he he has promised you know i don't want him anymore ever since he locked down his house and imposed sean law uh he has promised us that he will be able to make it onto a zoom call with us i believe that's scheduled for a couple of hours time depending on how long it takes us to talk about <laughs> postcards from a young man it turns yeah. out his schedule is very movable he said any time yeah. this evening yeah sure could be in an hour and a half could be in four hours we just don't know <laughs> we it don't know it <sighs> if it's four hours then i quit because i haven't eaten <laughs> you guys all right we, we genuinely haven't spoken in like ages not physically yeah. no yeah, especially it's like the first time in a while since it's been the three big mates. Yeah, we well, yeah, you we had a really actually... you had a really unsuccessful episode without me. Uh, uh yeah. So, well, yeah. The, but well, the, but the Lucas boys the boys were back were in back town. And now everybody's switched off. We can talk about what we really want to talk about. Which is what? It's I still know. postcards from the young man, <laughs> oh, <right>. unfortunately. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, catch us up, Lucas. What's been going on in the world of the Manics? Um, I imagine they've been in lockdown. You, you, don't, have, you don't have to imagine. I imagine they've been well, we don't in the know. Lo- I don't know oh. what they've been up to recently. So let I me rephrase. Let me rephrase the question. Not been playing gigs. Where did we leave the Manics when we last? Did a podcast episode about their career. <laughs> they, this is like when you've like lost something and your mum goes, "Where did you last leave it?" They released Journal for Plague Lovers. It was released to universal disdain. That's uh, okay. it, you, it was it was rated. Uh, it was an agreed rating that it was a two out of ten <laughs> from everyone. From it was <laughs> across the board. Yeah, uh, they probably toured it. Don't know if they did. Nobody. You actually, do know. It, you even if they did, know. no one cares. Even if they did, nobody cared. <laughs> and then they went, oh, we need to do another one, lads. And this time, fucking hell, yeah, opposite yeah. direction. Yeah, that's that's actually pretty much, I think, what the discussion must have been. But you're yeah. right, they did tour it, but they toured it for not very long. They only did, uh, like, uh, they released... When did they release Jennifer Plague? They released it in May or something of that year, or maybe March. It was one of the M months. <laughs> um, and uh, then they had finished touring it by October. And then they got straight on with recording uh, this one. Um, so October 2009, they finished their Journal for Plague Lovers American tour and immediately started recording this album until June 2010. Wise. Okay? It was all recorded in Faster Studios in Cardiff. And I think 
that the intention of the album or the big talking point seems to be that it was this Nikki quote of one last shot at mass communication. Okay, so like big singles and radio friendly. And, and like you said, Vickers, the opposite of journal for Plague Lovers. Uh, mm. I'm just going to quickly pick you up because it was released to Universal Acclaim. General Plague Lovers. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Okay. It wasn't because I did okay. not claim it, and yeah, I am. Just said, I yeah. count as a as a review. I am a music critic professionally. We've oh, made money. Yep. We've made money <laughs> off this now. I am a professional music critic. Oh, like what three pound each? And it? I made it, and I gave it a yeah. two out of ten. I we're, made money. We're literally, and and I, I will okay. I will say the quote from Simon Price from from our episode in uh, part one of Jennifer Plague Jennifer Prague lovers. Mm. Uh, he said Prague. That would be pronounced ra- Prague. Prague. Prague lovers. Jennifer Plop. <laughs> He said, you're right to something I said, which means that's that right, yeah. I'm as good a music critic as Simon Price. Yeah, that's if not better, because he said, you are right. Yes. Like, yeah, he, you said something that maybe he agreed with or hadn't thought of before. On, exactly. To that, counter yeah. that, though, he did like Journal for Plague Lovers. Prague Lovers. Yeah. So is he a good well, is he a good music critic then? Here's the thing, though, Lucas. Everybody likes Journal for Plague Lovers except for you. I don't think that's true. <laughs> I quite like that one. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, don't, uh, let's not go into what you rated it, you fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, Steve, Steve's rating is much closer to the uh, critical. What is this? Hannah's just brought me. Hannah's just come in the room. Yeah. I'm recording. I am recording. This is You're great. On the, Hannah, what, come what on. Is, tell me what this is. Don't run away. What is this you've just brought me? <laughs> Listen a hot to chocolate. Me. What's special about it? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my you bought god. us a milk frother, right? She's uh, wait. Uh, stop the podcast. No, no, we have no. a milk frother. No. Okay. The reason I said what's special about it is because oh Hannah came home cradling an Amazon box and went, "Oh, what you bought?" And she went, "No, no, no, go away." And I went, what do you mean? She's like, "You're not supposed to see that I've got this box. I thought you'd be recording by the time I got home." I was like, "What? It's, what, what? Does it matter? What's in the box?" I'm curious. No, no, no. Go away. Go away. It's a secret. So I knew she was going to fucking show up at some point with something mysterious. Apparently, it was a hot chocolate because she's right. bought us a milk frother. That's amazing. Like, this is That's what lovely. this is what we heard, Lucas. Your to-be wife came in the room and you're like, what? What do you want? No, come, come back here. What's you've, this? You've what is special about this? <laughs> yeah. she what a cho- lovely thing to do. Is it special and hot chocolate? And you spat on her. <laughs> I've been on edge waiting for her to come in and interrupt with Hannah something. Hannah is lovely and you're a dick. With something. I just knew something was going to happen and I've been on edge. Yeah, <laughs> Steve. Ch- Luke, Lucas has been edging waiting for someone to bring guys, him a hot chocolate. Guys, I'm going to taste test the hot chocolate. Be silent. Okay, taste. live Shush, on air. Edging. Shush. Be quiet. Okay. 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 Hear the... Can you hear it? You haven't done anything yet? No, but can you hear it like... It's like bubbling. It's like... No, we can't hear that. No. Okay. Shh. Okay. Oh, it's so frothy. Guys, are you yeah. still edging? It's really delicious. Okay, good. It's weird that I've got a hot chocolate and a beer now. But oh yeah, that is weird. That's going to ruin. That's going to ruin the palate. That's going to ruin one of the one of those is going to be ruined by the other. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. Mm. What What was I saying? So I'm just going to oh, interrupt yes. the podcast one more time. Thank you. Lovely. There, you go. there we go. Little glimpse yeah. Lucas's home life. There, please uh, don't Broken call home. the police. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Steve's score of uh, really good, Plague Lovers is is much closer to the critical reception of it than uh, than yours, which yeah, is interesting. I have no problem with with. Uh, 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 I rephrase. Mm. Okay. We're going to do scores later. Don't worry about it. 
Oh, God. I just still think Steve's score for that is more mental than any score I've done so far. Okay. Really? Yeah. All right, we'll talk about it later. They released a single before this album came out, which isn't uh, probably massively surprising. Uh, But they released... Oh, God. That, that may released, be problematic. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's Not War, Just the End of Love, on the 13th of September 2010, which peaks at 28, their lowest charting single since Life Becoming a Landslide in 1994. Well, there you go. So the music critics are wrong, Wait, and but Lucas is right. Did they not... Life Becoming a Landslide is the best thing that's but ever did happened they, to did Earth. People not see... We're talking about postcards from a young man, though, Steve. So did people not about? see yeah. that Michael Sheen, our good friend, was in the music video? Yeah, but they didn't know he was friends with us at that moment, so he didn't have oh. that kind of cultural cachet. Who are we talking about? Oh, um, Hollywood oh, actor, Michael friend of the, friend of the, yeah. friend of the podcast, Michael Sheen. Close, close, close personal friend. Close uh, Hollywood actor, yeah. Michael Sheen, yeah. Exactly. Mike. But hey, Mike. there's not loads of like context or history to go through because they literally, like, they finished touring Jennifer Plague Lovers, they start recording this album, they record this album, they finish recording this album, and they put out the album. That's, ba- that's basically Classic. it. That, that is textbook how you record <laughs> yeah. and release an album, yeah. I would say. Yeah, yeah. I always find it's better to record the album before you release it. And I'm glad yeah, they did definitely. that this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, Count- counterpoint. Ooh. Chinese democracy. They recorded that for too long. Yeah, but they released it in bits, didn't they? No, I don't think did so. Did they not? Don't we, don't we no. release our podcast in bits? Relevant on this episode. Relevant. Relevant. Relevant? I'm lost, but well, okay. Because that's an album by Guns N' Roses. Oh, okay. Lucas has Googled something. And and this <laughs> album features a gun. Or a rose. Or oh, no, wait, Axel Rose is the rose. So he's the gun. Who's the Axel? Wait, do you actually not know the Guns N' Roses context for this? I don't. Oh, cool. The, the bassist of Guns N' Roses plays on one of these songs. Oh, fine. Well, that has blown what I was about to say in one of the later songs completely. Did you know that, Lucas? Yeah, I knew that, yeah. Oh, no, he didn't. Yeah, he just <laughs> yes, knew I that. Yes, I did. Just... Why, would I, why would I... Under what other context would I be saying all the things I've just said, if not the fact that I knew that Duff McGagan featured on a song? Yeah, but he knows that because he Googled it for this episode, Adam. No, I, yeah, I, I know, know it that. because I copied and pasted the track list from Wikipedia. <laughs> and when I copy and paste the track list from Wikipedia, it includes the feats and the times. <laughs> And, and that's what you call the bottom of the track list, isn't it? The feet. It's the feet. <laughs> yeah. How would you? Why would you think Below I wouldn't? Know, why would you think I wouldn't know that? I do my fucking homework for this podcast. Just because Steve doesn't. Just because Steve doesn't. Below the leggies is the feet. <laughs> the whole track list from the tops to the feet. Uh, <laughs> Postcards from a young man was released on September twentieth, two thousand and ten, which was- is. Almost exactly 10 years ago. We're recording this on the 21st of September, yeah. uh, 2020. It's 12 tracks. It's just under 44 minutes. The artwork is a photo of Tim Roth taking a Polaroid picture. Oh, it's the produced... guy from um, The Incredible Hulk? Yes, the guy from Famously The Hulk. Famously from The Incredible Hulk. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. nothing else. Yeah, uh, cool. Produced by David Ringer and Loz Williams and the band, which I think might be the first time they've ever got a production credit. On That's one of their, which I find albums. interesting, because do like surely every band is at least in some way involved in quote unquote the production of 
their records. Sure. Do you know what it is? I assume that, that because Manic Street Preachers own the studio at this point, they're now more involved in budgeting and scheduling and stuff like that. As opposed because I was going to say, because like, they're obviously yeah. in the studio having conversations like, oh, maybe we should X, Y, Z. Maybe we should do that. Maybe we should do that. Like, that they're obviously part of that process. They don't just get yeah, told course, what yeah. to do by big mate Greg Haver and do it. <laughs> No, but like Greg said, like he's in charge of like booking the studios and budgeting the project and making sure everything's done on time. So I assume Manix are now more involved in that as well, which is why they get the credit. I don't know. Maybe they've got more to do with the overall sort of production of the album. Um, it's a big album. In what sense? It sounds very big. It's expansive. Well, they're going for that. They're, they're very clearly going for... Everything must go. Send away the tigers, ish. Like the big, they're mm. going. They're not doing the. They're not. Uh, they're not uh, appealing to the the Holy Bible, Jennifer Plague lovers, people. Yeah, they're 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 appealing to the Mondeo men. This is the. This is uh, when you do the one for me, one for you. This is for you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. The next, the next two albums are a double, right? They're like the two of the. They're like released at the same time, right? Uh, they were recorded at the same time and released six months apart. It's one for me and one for you. No, I think they're both for me, oh, as in you. the Maddox. Uh-oh. Who? Uh-oh. <laughs> but I also think they might be slightly for Lucas. Uh-oh. But that does that does bring up that because this is kind of, and no offence, Lucas, pitched at the Mondeo the men. The yeah, the normie. This should be sort of up your alley yeah, in can many I th- ways. Can I, can I throw out a prediction, Adam? Yeah. This is the one you hate. That's an interesting prediction. Why do you say that? Uh, because uh, you, <laughs> on record, because of in Send Away the Tigers, you said you don't like it when something is intentionally trying to be epic. Yeah, I can sometimes. Yeah, I sometimes and I think a lot annoying. of this album is that to an extent, or at least they're going for big and anthemic, and they're clearly. Going there around. is like absolutely you, no subtlety at all. You on this also album. you also didn't you also <laughs> weren't massive on the fact that they were like try you, you said about like aging gracefully with lifeblood or whatever, and then yeah, they yeah. went to like now nah, let's go and do everything must go again, and that this is a, another attempt at that. I think this is the one you hate. Well, I tell you what, I think that this is more uh, sort of mature than Send Away the Tigers. I think that this is a more graceful latter-day album than Send Away the Tigers, because Send Away the Tigers seem to be kind of um, deliberately sort of naive and sort of childish and, you know, reclaiming sort of like a youth. Whereas this, although I think there's there's lots of nostalgia on this album, looking at you, Steve, um, you know, because a lot of the songs are about them looking back at stuff. I think that the music is not uh, is not as nostalgic. It's 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 much. There seems to be actually quite a lot of effort and thought put into this album. If this that, that I think one, was lacking on Send Away the Tigers. If this isn't the one that Steve, if the Adam hates, which now you saying that it doesn't sound like a man who's going to say he hates the album, and it must mean that the album you hate is their most recent one, because you've just essentially said that you like the other two. We've uh, only got three albums left after this. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, we're, we're in happening? our last. Steve, we're in it's our se- last Steve, thing. it's mid-September, and we finish this at Christmas. Yeah, this year's I'm... just like disappeared. Oh my god! 
But yes, it is time. a big it's it's time. a big <laughs> it's a big bombastic album. The great like, executioner. <laughs> they're obviously going for like huge uh, hits and. The Motown influence is back, which I think it's got in common with Everything Must Go. And there's I still loud don't guitars, know what Motown is. And there's like fucking gospel choirs and <clears throat> guest stars on quite a few of the tracks, like, like three or four of the tracks. Um, um, yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah, there's something I picked out, and it's something that Adam kind of hinted at when we've just been talking in our little chat, that the, mm. there's like a real subtlety of like an um, orchestral kind of um, sound... Yeah, that I've definitely. noticed really subtly in a couple of the tracks has kind of got some like well, it takes some stringed in. Gone. It takes a few listens. It's a lot mm. more subtle than everything must go, where they put the strings right mm. up the front. Mm. You know, if you mm. listen to um, mm. if you listen to the girl who wanted to be God, the, like the first thing that really hits you is, is those strings. Whereas if you listen to you know, uh, it's not war, just the end mm. of love. It takes you a few listens to think. Hang on, <laughs> are there strings? on this song and this album. And I suppose the resident expert yeah. of strings is Lucas. And Lucas, are there strings on this album? Um, I didn't notice them with my ears. Okay. With, okay. with my ears, but my yeah. my string my string nub, <laughs> my little string nub, oh, yeah. started, 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 started vibrating. <laughs> so that must mean that somewhere in the mix, there is a little yeah. bit of stringage. Right, this yeah. is what we're going to do on this album, like th- this album, this episode. That by the end of the episode, we're going to decide between the three of us if there's strings on this album. Okay, yeah? great. And, that's and then the we only rate those strings. We'll yeah, and we'll the... rate those strings out of ten. Um, guys, what are your sort of like more general thoughts on the album? Do you have any more, or have I kind of summed it up just by saying it's big? Um, it's inoffensive. Mm, it's yeah, definitely yeah. a very safe sort of album, isn't it? Yes, it is so obviously, I'm going to use this word wrong and probably say it wrong, but the antithesis of Jennifer Plague Lovers is the, is that right? Like it's the, it's yeah, yeah, them yeah. Going, the opposite. Yeah, we, yeah, we've done that and now look, it's this and it's so obvious now that they do that in their career. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. it's kind of painful at this point. <laughs> um, and that, and it, it's almost. Uh, Makes our podcast uh, more interesting though, doesn't it? Good point. <laughs> um, Lucas, what mm. do you think? I uh, I think it's eight. Yeah, it's eight. <laughs> it's eight. It, uh, it does not. It it does not reach the lofty highs of the trilogy. Lofty. Your lifebloods. Your everything must goes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I got lofty <laughs> is a beloved character in Bob the Builder. I can't think of another album you've been positive about. New Art Right. <laughs> oh yeah, your favourite. Uh, yes, this, this, is my this, this is my this is my truth. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were they were what I called the trilogy. Okay, that's uh, a, that's a pretty good trilogy. But it's not, not often, as good as those. Yeah. But it's like you know, it's in the mid. It's like it's like with your send away the tigers. It's in your sort of send away the tigers realm. I would say. Okay, the okay. realm of the tigers. Um, I'm just going to play you a bit of uh, like uh, a, a Motown song. Hang on. <laughs> You know this song, right? Yeah? Everybody's clicking and dancing. Yeah, I don't see how this sounds like manuscript features in the slides. Oh, it doesn't. It just has that sort of, uh, like, it has that aspect to it. Like, those songs are two and a half minutes long. They are verse, chorus, verse, chorus. They have very, like, uncompressed drums, which is something they use on Everything Must Go. Like, you know, one of your favourite songs, Everything Must Go, shares an intro with um, 
with with a Motown song. For instance, you so just have so we're... not illuminated me in the slightest about great what Motown is or how <laughs> it sounds like Manic Street Preachers. It was it was a popular musical movement, mostly populated by black artists in the nineteen fifties and sixties. I know that, but I don't really know what it is. Well, that that's what it is. But it, you know, but that didn't that sound point. anything like Manic Street Preachers, did it? Wikipedia. No, it didn't. But What's there's Wikipedia? like there are things that <laughs> songs can have in common with each other without sounding exactly the same. Don't know what you mean. Okay, great. Let's start then with uh, "It's Not War, Just the End of Love." Feet, Michael Sheen. Friend of the podcast. Is that your Google history? <laughs> <laughs> very Motown to me like one of the lead instruments in Motown songs are the strings they are quite orchestral songs this song what? has those sort of like rim shots well, you're that, saying um, that they're strings then you're already saying you think there are strings I picked out I picked out some strings on that oh. right? maybe you know go away and listen in your own time um, uh, you know the, the, the rim shots that's quite Motown's got quite a 60s sort of um, drum beat to it it gets like the chorus is finished by you before one minute ten in a three and a half minute song, yeah, they are getting back to that sort of immediate let's get fluffing sort of fluff, uh, sorry. vibe. Let's get are they fluff, are they now fluffers? Let's get fluffing. No, they've got fluffers to help. They're them fluffing you. The first perform. track, the first track is like a fluffer. Yeah, okay. That gets um, you ready a, for the rest of the album. It's a bit of a banger, isn't it? It's a bit, bit, bit of a bit of a catchy banger. Now, Adam it's very it. catchy. Oh, right, so like it. it's a song that I don't think I'd heard before, mm. but uh, I kind of recognise it. You probably heard it would it have been so, played on the radio. No, no, no. I know. Let me explain. Like, I don't. I genuinely don't think I've heard it. But like, I think it's in. I think it's one of those songs that kind of is instantly recognisable, even if you haven't heard it. Does that make any sense? I, I, like, yeah, it's no, such I an agree. Anthem. Um, and it's probably that, that Motown that is, thing. Yeah, exactly. I think it's because yeah. of that Motown thing, and and it's so short and sweet and everything. Oh, and and it's got the Motown parentheticals as well. Um, music video. Let's go into that. Um, Great. Uh, yeah. Good, Michael good said when we spoke to him, when we spoke to our Who's good that? friend Michael, Michael, one of the many Michael times Sheen. we had conversation with our good friend Michael Sheen. <laughs> Michael Sheen, yeah. Hollywood actor, close, Michael close Sheen. personal friend. Hollywood um, yeah, Michael Sheen. He said about he had to sing the lyrics really fast so that it would line up with lip syncing because it was all in slow mo. Mm-hmm. Not yep. once in that video did I see him mouthing along with the words. I saw James Dean Bradfield does. do it once. He, uh, he, he mouths he about two or three words. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. he lied. 
Well, no, I think <laughs> no <laughs> longer they, friend of the did, podcast. Or they did a lot of takes where he did do that, and they decided against Lucas, using. Yes, right, I think you, that's you exactly list, it. Right, yeah. Lucas, watch this video. You watch this video on mute, didn't you? Because you didn't want spoilers. Yeah, because I'm a yeah. good. Because I'm a Have good. I, I don't go ahead and listen to stuff later and spoil yeah. it. I respect this podcast, unlike some people. Uh, I hate this podcast. Well, there you go. No, I'm yeah, I'm, um, I'm have you have you watched that music video since? Yeah, then? I watched it today. Okay, well then you missed him mouthing the words. I did. I was looking very no, closely for that. But it is. I, th- I think Lucas, I, as as you know, loath as I am to say it, I think Lucas is correct. Nope. Um, he he does just do a couple of words, and I think you're right, Lucas. It's that they had a take. Yeah. Where like JDB James Dean Bradfield it. got it spot on, but Michael Sheen maybe missed a couple of words, oh, and so okay. they used that one because it's one shot. What they're going to do? What they're going to do? Yeah. Film it again. Uh, yeah, the lyrics. Done, take. <laughs> uh, the lyrics. Right. Sorry, to go into the lyrics. Um, to feel forgiveness, you've got to forgive. That's not uh, wrong. Right. That is, I got soul, but I'm not a soldier. Level yeah. shite. Thank you very much. Uh, to feel forgiveness, you've got to forgive. So to feel hunger, you've got to be hungry. That's true. To feel yes. anger, you've got to be angry. To yeah. feel sadness, you've got to be sad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. As Bill Fuck Bailey off. said, it, if uh, I got ham, I got, but I'm, but not, I'm a not a hamster. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah lyrically, this song is shite. However, <laughs> I'm all for the solo, the guitar solo. It's reflecting the chorus uh, yeah, melody, and I love it. They do that a yeah. lot on this album, because yeah. have I have the opposite opinion. Have a, have, <laughs> have, have a look at the lyrics uh, in the verses as well. To feel, to feel forgiveness, you've got to forgive. Do you see the stars or the darkness begin? You fight your war, I fought, fought for my life. You pay your dues and I'll pay mine. The second verse is the same but reversed again. Uh, <laughs> like yeah. Autumn Song. So it's you fight for your war, I fight for my life. And then it's, you know, to feel forgiveness, you got to forgive. Um, it's quite a spiteful lyric, uh, which I think I quite like about it, that it's quite a spiteful lyric wrapped up in a little, a little pop parcel. A little ditty. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's Lost on Me, I Believe in Revenge is, uh, is quite a nice quite a nice lyric it seems to be like we're back you know to nikki having like a theme and writing around a theme rather than those very fractured richie lyrics yeah. that we saw on the last album he's also um, got a little uh little little uh line in this song isn't he nikki just the end of yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> like that yeah 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 um you know, Thankfully, that's the last time he sings on this, good, isn't it? They're good. No. At, they're good <laughs> oh, at opening. Shit. They're good at opening albums, aren't they? They're yes. Good yeah. at opening albums, yes. and then yes. spoiler alert: front loaded, as yep. they are one to do. <laughs> they front load the album, yep. and it's not as good in the second half. But it always starts. I'm trying to think of any albums where the first song's shite, apart no, from Plague Lovers, no. because every song is shite. And at oh, the very, gosh. at the very least, I can't think of an album that doesn't exactly reflect the album. Do you know what I mean? You could put yeah. on the first track of every Manix album and have a pretty decent idea of what that album is going to be like. Sorry, can you pronounce it correctly? Dees. Dees. Okay. Sorry. Well, there is actually a song on this album that's quite decent, but we'll get to that. Uh, Good. We'll Good. Quite get to that later. Like Treebeard in Lord of the Rings. He's a decent, isn't he? <laughs> Lucas like that one. Six Thank out you. of ten. Yeah. <laughs> Delightful. Lucas, yeah. Just as an aside, you only touch your microphone when you're talking. Yeah, yeah, cool. It's a little habit I have. 
The, the, the listeners, the, listen have come to, the listeners have come to expect it of me. Okay, look, we've fine. got, we've had a successful podcast, and we don't want to change the formula. So anything small that we think is nothing could actually yeah. be a really big reason for our success. So I say <laughs> we don't true. change anything. Okay, okay. great. Ready? Okay, come back. And well, no, I'm going to leave that in. You're not uh, cutting that. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, this Cold. is how I. This is how I record. How's this doing? Does this sound good? So on to, uh, yeah, like you say, like a, a good opening to the album, I think, uh, mm. and on to the title track. Oh, and then what's your take, Steve? What's well, the take? Well, this is this is the song by the Darkness. Christmas time. Don't let the bells end. It is a Christmas song. Yeah. Yeah. It does sound it like is a Christmas, Christmas song. song. Specifically, yeah. the Darkness. Carry on. <laughs> I have. That's the wow, first. Wow, wow, <laughs> An aside about that song, by the way. Go on. Yeah. Right. Most Christmas songs are like don't pretty... feature the word bell end. Yeah. Don't feature the word bell end. <laughs> yeah. And also are like reasonably old. Like it's quite hard for a modern song to become a Christmas classic. Like Coldplay tried it. A lot of bands have tried it. Few stick around past like the year they're released. Christmas time, Don't Let the Bells End, has absolutely entered the pantheon of like on a Christmas playlist, 100%, classic yeah. Christmas song across yeah. the board, which is very yeah. impressive because most yeah. are like pretty old and they're just classics. Come well, on, it's, kids. It's, it's because it's um like a stupid song and that's what you want at Christmas. Yeah, a lot of bands try, try and make a good like... song. Well, they make a Coldplay yeah. song and have some Christmas lyrics. Yeah, you, you either do a really stupid Christmas song or you do a sad Christmas song, like Fairy Tale mm. of New York or uh, The River by um, by Joni Mitchell. And The Darkness got that right. I think Coldplay got it a bit wrong. But there are some good Christmas songs. Uh, LCD Sound Systems, uh, Christmas Will Break Your Heart, uh, Run the Jewels, A Christmas Fucking Miracle. Um, that one's quite good, actually. Yeah, there you know, there's some good Christmas songs out there. Don't make me make you a Christmas playlist. But I want it. Uh, but, <laughs> but Adam, you, you actually promised me a playlist recently, and you haven't provided it. Ambient. Yeah, I'm still working yeah, on it. It's four yeah, hours yeah. long. Sweet. Uh, I'll listen to it all the time. Uh, now, I am not saying that this sounds exactly like a design for life because it doesn't. But okay, great. When they want to make a big, sweeping epic. They just do tend to slip into a waltz timing, don't they? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They do Can the I just three, go four, back? six, eight thing. Like, I'm genuinely really interested to hear Manic's actual Christmas song. Sorry to keep 
making this a Christmas right. thing. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. And if yeah. you're listening to this on Christmas Day, Merry Christmas. Um, to you and your five they... members of your family. Oh, God. <laughs> um, because they've done an actual Christmas song. Yeah, they so have. They've, yeah. they've made a couple of great Christmas songs in my head that they weren't supposed to. Yeah, well, there's so another one that had there's to. another one that had sleigh bells. I forget what it was. So why so sad? Yeah, and yeah. postcards from a young man. They're both Christmas songs now. Canonically, yeah, yeah, canonically. Okay. yeah, canonically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, Steve, how do you feel about these lyrics, mate? Um, big nostalgia. Big yeah, Steve, nostalgia. These are the postcards from a young man. They may ne- they may never be written or posted again. Oh, Steve, man. you're getting old, mate. It's like so many other things as distant as your former sins. The past is behind you. You're just an old man now. You're so sad and lonely child. and so derelict as the oh. optimism that we once shared. Steve, we're probably closer to death than birth. Yeah. Good, because that's how I want to be after listening to this album. Oh. <laughs> this song is fucking awful. <laughs> yeah. Shite. Um, <laughs> I'm really sorry. I really hate this song um, so much. Uh, right. Okay. Like, so. And then, I... Guys, uh. is this the first time since Repeat Stars and Stripes that I've liked a song and you two haven't? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Normally, yeah. normally, the ones I like, you'd like too, or you yeah, like a yeah. song and I don't like it. But how often middle. do I. Like a song that you but don't. Lucas, Lucas, this is exactly your kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, but, but, This but, is the light, but, this is Manix doing Lighthouse Family. But, mate, don't get me started. <laughs> I have the Lighthouse, the word Lighthouse Family is written in my notes later on. Wonderful. Uh, I can't wait. The, the, yes, they are going for that, but it doesn't stick, the at any point in this album, doesn't stick the landing as well as the stringy anthemic songs of your that I yeah, have, yeah, yeah. that I have loved, or Yule, like none of them, none, even like they, they attempt it essentially twelve times this album because most of them go for that similar vibe, and they have twelve goes at it, and none, and none of they them really made a go, at it. and none of them are like, yeah, girl who wanted to be God, everything must go, yeah, like, yeah, anything off Lifeblood, which I'm pretty sure is the best album they're ever gonna make. Okay, I think okay. I need to really just we'll get there scores. We need to yeah, there we'll we need to do some, we need to do some work. Uh, I, I think yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the solo, the solo is just the vocal melody, so fuck off. Yeah, that's true. But they have that breakdown bit in the middle, uh, yeah. you know, with the uh, "I will not give up." I mean, there's quite a lot of like cheesy. Sh- they, this album's really quite. Is, yeah. This album's quite cheesy. This is the cheesiest thing they've, now, they've Steve, done. Now, so Steve, you really far. like "Send Away the Tigers" because you found it cheesy, right? Yeah, I'm going to be the biggest hypocrite. On this it's episode. a different kind of cheesy, though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I, uh, I don't want to say too much, but well, I will you can say, say what you like, like, mate. We're on, you know, on the episode now. There's no keeping yeah, a secret. Yeah, yeah. Wait, what, what, what you we, like. wait, we're live. What <laughs> we're have I recording. said? Oh my we're god, we're recording. Did you I talk about you like now? Because we talk about Jeff. Take back all the racist <laughs> stuff you said. <laughs> right, I will say this is the song that I sort of been singing to myself when doing the washing up. Yeah, like it's it's very catchy. You should get a dishwasher, mate. I don't have as much money as you do. <laughs> um, but yeah, things like I you will should work not give harder. Up on... You should work harder. <laughs> oh yeah, I should try having more money. Yeah, <laughs> I will have, not give up. Have on you heard of bootstraps? <laughs> Start pulling on them. Use them. <laughs> Yank violently on them. Yank just violently on those bootstraps. Look, yeah. I mean, look, like okay, I will not give up, and I will not give in, and like this world will not impose its will and stuff. I mean, what are they? 
who are they talking about? It's that like vague rebellion thing where it, where in past albums they've been so specific about who like their targets of frustration are, and they've always been like quite a political band. To then like to go into you know the kind of the sixteen year old has written a political song of like oh they're yeah. keeping us down. Well, who's they? I love that, that uh, you're describing the band you know. I was in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I'm this describing... waiting game. Which is, funny, which, is, which is funny, though, because Nicky Wire oh. said, according to Wikipedia, Great. we've always been about infiltrating the mainstream. Mm-hmm. But this song isn't really infiltrating because it's not doing the thing exactly. of like making a song about the Spanish Civil War but actually be a classic banger. They've yeah. just written very accessible songs. Yeah, to yeah. Put I on agree. Radio yeah. One. Um, I, I mean, the, the, I've, I've read some stuff about how uh, "It's Not War, Just the End of Love" is a very political lyric, and maybe it is in Nicky Wire's head, but I do not see that at all. Well, you don't see um, lyrics, though, do you? You hear them. That's true. Good. That's yeah. yeah sure. That's a very yeah. good point, actually. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Let's maybe I actually do love this song. Maybe I love this song. Yeah, maybe you love uh, one song. nil. Syn- I'll write that down. We haven't had one of those in a while. Synesthesia. Take it back. Yes, um, our friend yeah. Will has a, a synesthesia. Uh, that's not a friend um, of mine, so don't don't say we. Our friend. The fucking harmonies at the end of every line. I hate them so much. Example me. I can't. Remember I them. don't believe in absolutes anymore. The, like they're at the end of they're like the oh. last word of oh, every yeah, yeah, yeah. line anymore. of the verse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, well, Steve, I assume God. you love. No. You fucking love a harmony, Steve. No, I love a harmony. I don't love every harmony. You love every harmony. It's so oh, cheesy. Do you, do you it's... remember? Do you remember the Queen's Note? I was just about to say that. Yeah, <laughs> harmony and melody. I was just about to say. I bet you fucking love the Queen's. Were the Queen's oh, on that actually harmony and melody? Yes. Yeah, they Adam. were, and I, I, so I, I fell in love with them both. Yeah, but she rubbed mm. a little fifty pence piece. Steve, wishes. Steve. I yeah. love that you brought that up. I was just I about know, to man. say it. Yeah, yeah. Should, yeah. We, should we be friends? Should you we be guys friends? should be friends. Yeah. Yeah. We were, <laughs> we we were going to be friends, but Steve actually cancelled on coming around my house for dinner this weekend. So actually, no, we're not friends. Did anymore. you actually? Yeah, that wasn't fine. my fault. It's my flaky girlfriend. Well, then dump okay. her. <laughs> <laughs> or get her some kind of uh, skin cream if she's that flaky. Or, you know, a job that doesn't demand as much from her. She needs bootstraps. 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 Boots and cats and boots and straps and. Yes, exactly. Uh, big old wanky song. Um, not not a fan of it. Which uh, I should love, right? So this yeah. is what's going to confuse me. This is what is confusing me about this entire album. It, I should love the nostalgia and the. All the ingredients are there. I don't yeah, get but nostalgia. It, I don't mm, get but nostalgia. But it, it, it's. It's spunking it so much in my face that I don't want it, and I put my hands up like, "No, no, manic street preachers, stop spunking in my face." Like, well, <laughs> I actually have the word "spunk" written for the next song, so let's continue <laughs> this uh, conversation on to the next one.
So I like that song, but yep. Jesus Christ, do they spunk all over it. <laughs> <laughs> like, the choir comes in 23 oh. seconds in, oh. and, it, and it only gets, like, more ridiculous and yeah. bombastic yeah. and huge. Yeah. My, the last, the my last first chorus. note just says pretty fucking cheesy, though. <laughs> yeah. Like the last chorus. Is basically them standing, like get, standing off their chair, like Westlife in the keychain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know yeah. what? It's so deliberately trying to make it sound like a huge anthem with almost. It's, it's like yeah, like a literal gospel choir it's behind them. Earth White song Rose. by Michael Jackson. Like Sparks they're standing there. Down from the they're standing yeah. there. There's a fucking the wind. wind machine blowing at them. Is JDB like, in the video got his shirt open with his with the wind blowing it? <laughs> the wind blowing. <laughs> I hate this. Sorry. <laughs> Um, I'll tell you what I do fucking... I'll tell you what I do hate in this song. Never stop, never stop, never stop, (laughs) never stop, never, never, never stop. It sounds like Robbie Williams. Oh, my God. Robbie Williams, Westlife. You've hit on something there, Lucas, that that is exactly right, is that this sounds like Robbie Williams or Lighthouse Family, and it's music for divorced mums. (laughs) Isn't it? This sounds like something you would get on a Mother's Day compilation. Oh, brilliant. Right? Why not Father's hastily, Day? Why, why not Father's Day? You hastily Day? bought from uh, a petrol station on the way to visit your mum, who's not had Either. any visitors in like four I months. Think, I, think Father's, <laughs> I think Father's Day, this is Mondeo Men. This is like dads. Yeah, mate. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. No. I mean, well, no, okay. it's not enough like chuggy guitars and the driving. Not all, not all dads, but, but not all dads are like old rockers who like Hashtag love a bit of guitar. Dads. Hashtag not all dads are like old rockers. <laughs> yeah. Some of them, like my father, have always loved a bit of fucking cheese. I'm a dad. <laughs> I love cheese, specifically baked camembert. I mean, it's meant. It is mental. This song. We've not had this much like silliness since Gold Against the Soul. But I like, wish I enjoyed this silliness though. Yeah, me I do too. actually enjoy the silliness. This one's like <laughs> I do. I like the gospel I'm, choir. I'm quite a sucker for a gospel choir as well. They're quite. I you thought know. you might be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I heard that. Like, I thought yes. you might be. Very seldom. Very seldom. <laughs> like, don't use them too much. Someone whispered it to me in the street. <laughs> never, never would I want to go you and. Know, you know, Lucas. Yeah. Gospel choir. Fucking gospel choirs, mate. Yeah. What? There's another. There's another song that maybe we'll talk about one day that uses a gospel choir that. Is fucking ridiculous, and I'm right. Like, yeah, yeah, I can imagine. get all over me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, there's also not just the choir uh, singing. There is also the second vocalist of this song. Right. Okay. Stop. Wait. So is that not stop. Nikki? Stop. Is no, that not stop. Nikki going? Stop. Stop. No. That, that is. Hang on. Stop. Stop. No, I'm not. I'm okay. talking. Please. That was my first thing when I heard the song. Is there a guest singer on the verses? Or yeah. okay. Right. Has because... Nikki improved? <laughs> No, no, no! I knew it wasn't. Or is Nikki. James T. Bradfield putting on a voice? Well, this is what I was about to say. I thought because it's like the octave lower, I right. thought his voice is so dynamic that when he goes the octave, it it's almost like he's duetting himself. Now, I thought it was um, it because it doesn't say feet. I just mm, assumed yeah, it was yeah. him talk singing with himself. No, it is talk well, to me, and and actually, this sort of unlocks a bit of the album. For me, in terms of where their heads were at, maybe is that that is Ian McCulloch of Echo and the Bunnymen. Oh, a huge Ian McKellen off of oh my god, <laughs> a huge, a huge influence on the Mannix, and you can you can hear it all over this album. Like the big, like obviously Echo and the Bunnymen, one of their um, best you albums. You shall not pass. <laughs> one of their best albums, famous for huge like string arrangements. 
Um, and I think you can hear a lot of Echo and the Bunnymen in this album. Are you, yeah. are you guys familiar with Echo and the Bunnymen? I know the songs that are on Donnie Darko. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, good. <laughs> Lucas, you probably I probably, I probably if you yeah. played like their top three tracks on Spotify, I'd probably go, I know this one. Well, uh, yeah, I can probably do that, actually. Wait, how? We're not in the same house. How could I it's listen killing... to music that oh, you are I'm gonna, playing? I'm going to destroy myself. My massive reputation is Killing Moon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's... Um... Okay. That is uh, my massive reputation. But let me let me um, let me play you a song because you, you will instantly. I think I'm hoping you'll instantly hear that it's kind of like this album. Swung from a chandelier. There you go, like the strings and you know that sort of production style. There's a lot of echo in the Bunnymen on on this album, so I think it's cool they got Ian McCulloch in. His voice isn't great anymore, but I do like his voice. I mean, I thought it was um, Nicky at first because it just sounds like like an. It almost sounds like a Nicky, like a. That might, you know, that impression might be a bit unkind. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they call? Wasn't Echo their drum machine? Is that right? Pass. And they're the Bunnymen. Pass. At me. I don't know anything about Echo and the Bunnymen, really. Like, I just know that I really like that that, that one album. Um, just apart from that Ian McKellen's on... Yes, Ian McKellen is, is on the yeah, thing. Uh, good, yeah. Um, so you can definitely hear that influence. I mean, there's... Uh, Steve, I'm surprised, again, you didn't pick up on the nostalgia in this song, man. No, the thing is, I hear it. Yeah. And I, and I read the lyrics. I couldn't tell you them because... There's even a reference to, like, an old school photograph. Oh. oh, not an old school photograph. Like, oh, it's old oh school, I man. totally heard it as old school photograph. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You thought not the photograph school... was old school. Oh, yeah, yeah. man. It's old school, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's... this photo, yeah, it's old school. The school photograph is old. Oh, shit. That's the way around it. <laughs> I think that this song is about Nikki's dog. Oh, well, now I feel like a cunt. Yeah. Well, you are. Uh, so that makes there you go. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think that this next song is, is Descent. <laughs> pages one and two what's that about talk to me would you guys agree that the next song is decent <laughs> Stop. thank you for um making me choke on my dough would cake. you would you agree would you agree with that yeah it's descent pages one and two yeah what's pages one and two though um we'll get into it no you won't <laughs> Thank you. 
Shitty Descent, I would say. Uh, no, it's shite. What? I don't think it's shite. I think it's fine. But how can your teeth be baggy, though? <laughs> what? He says, my baggy teeth are gone. <laughs> and that is what he says. No matter what genius lyric says, that is how it sounds. And that's what he says. Yeah, well. And I'm just I trying mean, to picture what a baggy yeah. tooth looks like. Well, you know those guys like in the 90s that are into sort of a movement in Manchester? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and they've got those sort of teeth. So it's their, it's their teeth. baggy teeth. Yeah, yeah. their teeth. I don't think this uh, is shite. I think it's fine. I quite like the string line in the chorus. Wait, so you're saying there's strings? You reckon there's yes, strings? Yes, there definitely. There's been a lot of strings so far. Whoa, hang on. That's very. Oh, that's a lot no, more, let's let's start again. That's a lot more definitive than what you said earlier. <laughs> um, I think it's quite like melodically sophisticated, but at this point on the album, I'm just like, oh, okay, this is what we're doing. Like, th- th- this is the mode of this album. Then is it? Like right, we're gonna do pop, what... strings, guitars. Like that's at it. which point I wrote saying this album is very listenable. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I could have it on in the background and and not care. Yes, exactly. This, yeah. this album, That's a horrible this, thing to say. This album but hasn't you know left I mean? a huge impact on me, but I also wasn't listening to it going, "Oh, fucking hell, I can't wait to record this episode so I can get this shit out of my life." This is the thing. like with right. some of the other stuff. And there's probably a couple of songs that will go on your big manix playlist mm. or something. Maybe it's not war, just the end of love. <laughs> Yeah, good. Yeah, that's maybe good... that's about it. Maybe I don't know. Um, um, I don't like. I don't like it. I just don't like. Manix, what have you done? Um, as um, far as I can work out, it seems to be about like the recording of Journal for Plague Lovers or the decision to make it. It's their last descent. Yeah, pages into the, into pa- the mind. Exactly. Mm. Uh, pages. They talk about the pages that you left, and do I have the courage to do things like this? You know, one last. What's, page, what's pages one and two? I imagine the journal was more than two pages long. Yeah, it was. I also imagine that this is maybe two lyrics that uh, James Dean Bradfield then put together into one song, and then decided to keep it in the title because he liked it. Yeah, cool. Oh, so you reckon these are his lyrics? Well, these are Nicky Wire's lyrics. Oh. Can I, all right, so this is the lyrics for the chorus. This is my last ascent. I hope I'm making sense. I've lost my last defence. This is my last ascent, right? And yeah. then in the final chorus, they double that. Do it, just do it twice. Do it twice. And then yeah. there's a little solo, bendy solo, which is all right. Yeah. And then they do it again. Yeah. And it's yeah. not like it's even a catchy and exciting chorus. It's just so dull. And they do I... it three times in a row. <laughs> like I, I, I like the stringy bit, and I, and I. Agree with you with that, but like, damn man, like I'm. I'm I like it enough that I don't hate it. I don't actively I don't, like I don't, it. I don't. I don't put this album on at all. This is the album that I like least from Manistree Preachers. Okay. This is the. Um, so I was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah this is but the you, one. Oh, you describe. I thought you were going to fucking rip into the album. No, Adam like. said early on there's an album that might be one out of ten or something like that. But then he yeah, said, which implies, he hasn't... which implies yeah, that he's yeah. going to fucking shred it to bits. But then he said he hadn't re-listened to it for a while. Is that right, yeah. Adam? Yeah, that's oh. right. So obviously you've re-listened to it and you've you've changed your opinion. So a a I was right. Go me. I win. Go on. Yeah, Lucas, yeah. you're great. B that makes me sad because I was well looking forward to Adam's fucking tirade whenever it came, and I'm <laughs> disappointed now. 
Because I, okay, well, I was expecting a general for playing lovers, Lucas, Lucas Way Lucas, level Lucas, reaction. Lucas, Lucas, Lucas. Hold that thought. <laughs> does any does anybody else have anything else to say on the descent? Um, um, it's not descent. Pages one or two. The solo is just the vocal melody again. Oh, page two is fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, this is Hazelton Avenue. What a load of old fucking shit. It's funny you should say that, because this is the song where my right, where my notes say, this sounds like Lighthouse Family. I fucking hate this song with every fibre of my fucking being. (laughs) I hate it so much. (laughs) It's absolute fucking wank. (laughs) I hate it. What is that bit? What on earth possessed him? To, for, like when he was the writing the melody, Egyptian breakdown. Well, that we'll get to that. No, that's the best <laughs> bit of the song. <laughs> but when he was writing the vocal melody, why did he want to go? A record shit. What's that? <laughs> what it's Bob is Mortimer. that? No, it's, it's Big Reeves doing his club singing. Unbelievable. Listen to these lyrics. The, the, uh, oh, oh. Uh, motion, <laughs> motion, coffee, sleep. It's all I really need. Moving on. Accept all my apologies. Oh. Motion coffee sleep. Please accept all my apologies. It's just, it's autumn song syndrome, but in the same fucking line. They put them like right next to each other. Just repetitions of the same thing. But on the flip side, guys, the Middle Eastern Egyptian style (laughs) uh, strings are Yeah, I really like that. Are great. Yeah, I'm all over that. I enjoyed (laughs) it. Do you know why? Because it made me go, huh, rather than the rest of the album. But that's that's stolen from The Killing Moon. By Echo know. and the Bunnymen. They have a little Middle Eastern-esque middle eight bit. I mean, uh, I'm, I, so, I mean so, so do some other bands, I'm sure. I don't think they've got like yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I don't think they've got like a like a patent on it. No, but on an album where you're already taking so much from like a band's sound, they seem to have then cribbed that as well. And the, the influences have always been used by Mannix, but usually to like create something new or different. And the influences I think are just sort of like too prominent here. But Adam. But, and this song is fucking shit. But Adam. Wait. <laughs> I, that, that made my skin crawl. <laughs> Even right. just you doing that. I listened to this album 
without looking at the track listings yeah like a good three or four or five times before i looked at the actual names of the songs so i thought this song went two heads will turn out of you <laughs> two heads yeah. will turn out of you <laughs> so that's all i hear now tell you what steve, like, steve that's a one. better lyric what is Hazelton <laughs> Avenue? Hazel. Where's Hazelton Avenue? What, what happened there? Come on. Well, it's like there's one in Canada. What, uh, what American? Yeah. <laughs> what American politician was shot on Hazelton no, Avenue? No, no, or no. Some I lit- fucking manic shite. This is the thing. The song is literally about going shopping on Hazelton Avenue. Where's that? <laughs> Where's that? In Canada. Right. Oh, it literally is in Canada. It's, it is the yeah. morning. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But two heads will turn out of you if you're not careful. Yeah. You prick. <laughs> I will Shit say this- song. Uh, I don't, I don't hate it as much as you do, Adam. I think like it shit song. Out, it doesn't outstay its welcome like the last track, which is just does the boring chorus three times. The, this is only I'm three so seconds shorter than than the uh, last. I've one. got it as four. So, oh, okay. Well, <laughs> massive. Please accept my apologies. No, I reject them. Uh, Adam. Have you even done any research? Have you even tried? <laughs> what is your deal? Like you've been on holiday. Oh, I'm back. Make us make us all the fucking work on the Twitter. Luke, man. Yeah, Lucas and Steve did really well, and actually probably got more handsome over time. And you know, and then oh, I'm back. And oh. I see you've been reading my diary. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the intro, the strings. It just sound the first little opening just sounds like a lighthouse family song. That doesn't. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, agreed. Well, except the lighthouse, except when the lighthouse family do it, it's it's like it's like life changingly incredible. And when <laughs> sure. and when this does it, it's just like fine. So, so you think that this song is is fine? You're not like on the negative. The fact that thing. Lucas says it's fine is like massive praise. That well, is, no, because, yeah, yeah because I still find this like even though it's yeah, it's very cheese and it's like there's not it's really pleasant, much to it. Right? It's it's still it's fucking a lot more pleasant than anything off the last fucking dog shit I just had to listen to for the last Yeah, which, which I would say is the point of journal. Yeah, it's like, exactly the point. And so unpleasant. for me, that yeah. succeeded. Okay, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Uh, but but ju- just to tell you where I am on this album, so we've had the first four tracks, which I think are all... So first track I think is fine. Second track I actively dislike. Um, third and fourth track... Third track I dislike. Fourth track I think is fine. Uh, fifth track is my least favorite Manic song of all time, including B sides, <laughs> demos, or anything that they've secretly imagined. And yeah, so, so had a dream, which means yeah. which means it's better than Repeat Stars and Stripes. Yeah, yeah, Good. yeah. Well, yeah, I just want exactly. to make that known that you think Repeat Stars and Stripes is excellent. I think it's better than this. I would listen to. I would rather listen to Repeat Stars and Stripes for twenty four hours than Hazelton Avenue for twenty four hours. What about, about, about Hazelton Avenue once or repeat Stars and Strikes for 24 hours? <laughs> Honestly, will turn out of you. Re- repeat Stars and Strikes for 24 hours. I yeah, think. boy. I am, that'd be I a am, great 24 hours. I am, f- like, when we've moved Adam, on, I, after this evening, when we've moved Adam, on, I'm fucking done with this album. Adam, more like, don't repeat Hazelton, uh, something about don't, Adam, don't, re- something about don't repeat Hazelton.
Intoxication, uh, featuring John Cale on piano. I see. Oh, John Cale from quite interesting from Velvet Underground. I read John. I read John Cena. Well, I wouldn't well, have been able to see that even if. I was going to uh, say you wouldn't have. Seen even if it had been. Good thing, thing it's an good thing yeah. it's an audio format then. You fucking twats. Yeah, but when you read it, you couldn't see that. Yeah. Couldn't see that. Good. Uh, guitars, Adam. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guitars yeah. are yeah. back on this album. Like, yeah. Yay. I mean, this gives you. It's it's fine. I mean, it's not great. It's, <laughs> the heaviest, it's like the heaviest song so far, and it's not yeah, very exactly. heavy. On and it's album. not very heavy. <laughs> On this album, great. Like I was like, oh yay, something I'm enjoying. It, uh, it, gives, it gives you a little sort of taste of what we're going to get towards the end of the album, something, where it becomes more yeah. of a rock album than a yeah. chamber pop album. Something in the vocal. Tombra. He's doing mm-hmm. the hand again. He's doing the little yeah. Something in the vocal tombra or like the effect <laughs> on the voice or something reminds me of THB. Yeah, yeah. It sounds like Jennifer Plague Lovers or the Holy Bible. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. vocal, the, like the effect on his voice or something. I've literally yeah, got written down. The chorus reminds me of an earlier album of theirs, and I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, okay. is, is it the uh, the the disaster isn't coming? It's already arrived. That bit. I don't yeah. mean the lyrics. Which, I just yeah, mean the, which like, is the bit, sound of his. Lyrics. It's actually a bit that I quite like. Although then, then there's like some lyrical like fucking clangers, which is like "Welcome to the new slave trade." Is that what he says? It just seems like they were like some so fucking desperate for edge at this point that they then went too far. Well, then they should have got. Then they should have got him to feature. Brilliant, and it doesn't fit on this album at all. I think you'll find Although the edge would is. probably fit on this album, actually. Do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah, the yeah. edge wouldn't be like out of place on this album. Some like huge delay. The edge guitars. is fame. Yeah. It's Tell welcome what? to these slave trades. Okay. Fine. That doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. But why? Why is it there? Uh, balls. But by this point, the the al- the album has has sort of lost me. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. So remember that. Remember that in future episodes when we record the episodes we've already recorded. What I mean is, remember <laughs> that li- in back in time. That yeah, when sure. that when I remember been, that now. Re- that, that when I've been when albums have lost me by track six or seven, that's acceptable. All right. We never said yeah. it wasn't acceptable. No, we you never said, said it Lucas, you're bad at this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're a bad idiot. <laughs> That, that that's the, yeah but, but the thing is is everything that i've already said and said just now is about to be proved like absolutely like to be absolute hypocrisy by by the next song the 
like that Adam right that is one of two songs on this album that I actively like okay I just like this song very much and I really love it I think it's lovely it's fucking the cheesiest shit I have ever heard in my life absolutely and it's it's lovely it's it's lovely Uh, it's so good this is the one point where I think that the overblown nature of like the production actually lends itself and I think that this song is actually basically their their hey jude Except, except, <laughs> it does a fake out ending, which right, yeah. is, is always... And then it does the na 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 na. Yeah, and I oh fucking hate the la 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 la. So, so end of the fake out ending. Hate it. No, it's end not even na na, it's la la. It's la la, yeah. Oh, it's so good. So end at the fake out ending, don't do the la 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 la. No, right, after. you're wrong. Like, it fakes out, like, where we stop the music there, if you're going to do that on the same thing when you edit it, Adam, that's where the song ends, and then it repeats itself again. Just yeah, that but, again. But all the lyrics... It, it ends. All the the lyrics song ends. The lyrics like, are yeah, different, but, the, but, but genuinely, the song just ends. Like, it literally ends. And then they just repeat the same thing again. With some las. And then they do the fake-out ending, and they do la-la-la. And it's that, four and a half minutes long or something. Steve, exactly, we didn't just hear the whole song. We didn't hear the lovely line delivery of Colonise the Moon, which has got a lovely... <laughs> yeah, fair his, enough. It's lovely. Yeah, his voice sounds nice. Anything to do with space immediately makes me feel lovely. But just make the like, track two minutes long. Done. No, I completely disagree. Nah, this is the only disagree. track on the album that, for me, has enough space to breathe because they're not trying to cram it into three minutes and twenty little seconds. A qu- little bit of choir going. Oh la, yeah, la, it really la, works for me. This one. Dull, dull the, as fuck. No, you're absolutely wrong. Especially because the lyrics on this are again some of the most interesting lyrics on the album. Do you know, what? I didn't even didn't, look at them. Didn't read them. It's a political yeah. lyric disguised as a love song. Nah, it's about care. disenchantment with new labour. When it's talking about like uh, the marriage failed, uh, as did the partnership, it's talking about Tony Blair and Gordon Brown. It's weird how, and this Gordon comes up, it's come, this comes up again later on in the album. But it's weird how the the references and the lyrics are becoming like more more recent, modern. It's yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah, I still yeah. think yeah. of every, we remember. I still yeah. think of every album as being out in 1996. <laughs> I mean, this is still ten years ago. I know, that's, but ten years is much. like not that long in the grand scheme of things. Uh, this, this this song just is is it just feels weirder than anything that that came across it. Like imagine trying to fit that lyric into a melody. Why colonize the moon colonize when every different kind of desperation exists in every single home? Lovely. 
It's a good lovely. lyric. It's a good lyric. It's I great. Like the song. I fell back in love with love, and I know it might sound odd, but the liberal left destroyed every part of our youth. Yeah. Right. Listen, I am really disappointed with myself for not liking this album. And yeah. I can't put my finger on it really, but I am. I I really I, I don't dislike it, but I'm upset with myself for not liking it because this should be all about me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why they'd write. I don't know why they'd write an album about you. <laughs> I'm not saying Nikki would have gone. Do you know who deserves that? Would be darker now, than maybe, that. Would be darker than the Holy Bible if they wrote yeah. an album Maybe now, about though, guys. Maybe now that like they're obviously massive fans of our podcast. Maybe the next yeah. album will be about us, though. Probably, you never know. Yeah. You never know. Oh, I just, oh, I just love. I love this song. What a Shangri-La! Oh, what a shower we are! Oh, what a mess we've made! What happened to those days when everything seemed possible, Steve? Steve when everything seemed possible. I wish I. I this is why I'm really upset with myself. I read these lyrics, and I wanted to cry at them. And Je- James's voice on this song as yeah, well. Yeah, colonize the moon. Oh my! Colonize God. the moon. It just so. Um, Lucas, I I don't think we can deal with those political statements that you're just throwing out. Now, colonize the moon. Colonize the moon. Lucas, put your fist down. Kick them all out. Get them to the moon. <laughs> Who's they? Who's the they? The guys <laughs> coming from the moon. The, moon men. the fucking moon men. Get rid of them. Um, <laughs> the, it's weird, actually, that there's two songs that they've done where there's been a particular line delivery. There is two songs that they've done. Shut up. Shut up. At least. Yeah. There's two songs where there's been a line delivery that has been chef's kiss yeah. that Mwah. have been about space, which is oh, what's the colonize the moon. And the other one is um, be, oh, na- be, be natural <laughs> unlocks for me after the word star bright. Yes, you're yeah. right. It like That's unlocks very... for me. Do you know why, Lucas? Do you know why? Because I fucking love space. It just makes me... It's very muse. It's very muse. Yeah, that band muse that we need to talk about. Muse. Adam. Please stop. Adam. Please. Adam. Break, breaking muse. Adam. Yeah. Enjoy what's the your bleeps, fa- Adam. Adam, what's your favourite kind of music? Uh The audible kind. Adam, when you're having a pudding um, and you're having like a, I don't know, um, like a cheesecake, do you like muse? <laughs> when you when you have a little you know before so i'm doing my my taster session for my Come wedding on. soon where you like yeah. taste all the courses and then yeah. we're having a little palate cleanser <laughs> and one of them is going to be an an bush mm-hmm. yeah very good adam yeah. you know when you're like building a chair like from yeah. wood yeah and you're building the legs and yeah. then yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 really good i don't even um, get that one i don't even Steve. understand it <laughs> One minute twelve, Adam. There you go. Wow. Nope, one hour and twelve. I wish, I wish. Oh yeah, shit. <laughs> um, Steve, uh, yeah. you're wrong about golden platitudes. Um, oh shit, am I? That is maybe like I don't want to. You know, that might be in my top ten manic songs of all time. Wait, did you say I'm wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so I believe you. you then, actually yeah. really, really like yeah. you. Actually yeah, really I really like it. Yeah, it's Hang really on, but good. That, yeah, no, that that that's, that that's, that doesn't make sense though because Simon said that Steve was right. Simon says. Mm. Simon Price said Steve was right about something and you've just said he's wrong so which is it we'll find out we'll find out eventually I'll get Simon on the blower when um, we do the, the bonus episode Simon Price is right yeah the oh, Simon yeah, Price quite, is that's right quite good. Yeah. that's great yeah. that's quite we should, good. Ha- we should have him on another two times uh, because then we can call it episode Simon Thrice good yeah and we'll just talk about well, the surely we, we, we only need him yeah. on one more time adam because we did a double episode <laughs> and also an episode on thrice with him we call it <laughs> simon, simon thrice, thrice. <laughs> um 
<laughs> I'd love to talk about Thrice, guys. Yeah, me Would too, you? man. Can we talk about, well, the, qu- let's talk about no. the quadruple album on the different oh, elements? The elements, oh, yeah. The elements God. quadruple album. Oh, let's do that. So, Golden Platitudes is one of two songs that I actively like. What, okay. what, if you had to guess, what do you think the other one is? Um, I think it might be... Is it one we've covered yet? The future has been here forever. Okay. Steve, what do you think it might be? Don't be evil. Okay. okay. It's actually this one. I really like that. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, this is one of the ones I do like. Is that a it, mandolin? Yeah, it is. And it's yeah. and I think it's and and I think in the same way that Golden Platitudes is, this is the right kind of cheesy. Have you seen Captain Corelli's mandolin? No, where is it? No. Oh, oh, for fuck's sake. Yeah. Yeah, good one. Yeah. I yeah. don't like this one. Oh. I thought you might not because it's interesting. No, I no, don't say that, Adam. <laughs> I'm joking. I can see that the mandolin. I appreciate the mandolin. I like the use of a little mandolin. Um, yeah. The chorus sounds like "Let It Go." Uh, does it? Yeah. The these things I've seen brings tears to my eyes. I probably just did the melody of "Let It Go." It's the same anyway. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It sounds like I, "Let It yeah. Go" by by bit, popular yeah. singer Elsa. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. word. Elsa. By popular singer Frozen the movie. Frozen yeah. the movie. <laughs> or or Adele Dazim, as uh, John Travolta would call her. Uh, I don't understand what. Yeah, that I don't get Do you really not? You don't know about Travolta? Okay. All Tell right. Us a sto- Moving no. on. No, no, no. Do not move on. <laughs> no. Tell no. us the story. Go on. What are you talking about? Let's make it weird. Her name is Adina Menzel, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Well. Uh, when collecting, yeah, I think yeah, it was yeah, the Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John Travolta was presenting her her award oh, and couldn't oh, read the no. name, and just went, oh. "This Oscar goes to uh, Adele Dazim." Tits, wasn't he? To be honest, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, that's great. This was actually written by James. The lyrics were written by James. Yay! Which is why it sounds a little bit like something that would appear on the Great Western. It does a it's, bit. It's yeah. that kind of seventies, like cheesy sort of thing. Doesn't, sounds a bit like, sounds a bit like Fleetwood Mac. Doesn't sound like it would be in True uh, Grit. Yeah. Does yeah. not sound like it would be in True Grit at all. Don't it know why you'd yeah. say it'd be in a great. It doesn't western. sound like it would be in a fistful of dollars. Does no, it? it does not sound like something you'd hear in a great western. It would really yeah. wouldn't fit. Maybe like a Tarantino western because he's sometimes a bit weird with his music choices. But not and like they're a, not and they're not and very they're not good. Exactly. So it, could it, 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 it wouldn't be classified as a great western. It wouldn't be in a great western. Right. Yeah. 
So I'm not uh, sure what you mean by that. I also like this primarily because it offers something new and the Manics haven't sounded like that before. Yeah. They've kind of like on this album, like the rest of the album plays off of quite well-worn territory for the band, I think. There's been stuff yeah. that sounds like the first half of this album before. And we said like, oh, Intoxication sounds a bit like something from General for Plague Lovers. And they haven't really sounded like this before. That sort of 70s, that Fleetwood Mac sort of kind of vibe and I, and I like it th- th- those are my two favourite songs on the album Golden Platitude and I Think I Found It there you go they're like they're right there yeah. for you I think I'm responding to this because like strings aren't the main instrument again it's like it's, I want mm. guitars I want mad shit and kind of silliness from Mannix yeah and ma- um, a mandolin Steve there's been silliness on this album no I know there has and I'm going to completely make myself the biggest hypocrite in the world but like I'm not a fan of when they go a bit safe, although this, yeah, like I said, it completely contradicts what, all the things I said about Send Away the Tigers. So I don't understand what's happening to me right now. Do you know what I mean? Like, I well, you know. can have like, too much of something that you like, like too yeah, much of a good thing, right? So, so, but so, like so, this song, this song's a nice balance. Of that. You say you can have too much of a good thing, but Steve didn't like it from track one. <laughs> no, but what I mean is, st- like, in the context of how Steve understood the Manic's career, he knew that Send Away the Tigers was going to be a bit of a return to the rock kind of thing, and that's a novelty when it happens. It's not a novelty when it happens here for like the second time. Yeah, yeah, you know what I yes, mean? yeah. Oh my god. Oh, oh yes, Adam. No, <laughs> I'm cutting that out. Adam's pegging right. Steve. Adam's <laughs> pegging Steve. He got Steve so, Lucas, you're not, you're not really responding to. I think I found mm. it. No, it's a. You can't it's a, find it. It's a. It's a. It's a two thirds the way through the album lull as Manix are one to do. Okay, an album lull, like LOL. Yes, that's not a, that's, no. an al- Two thirds of the way through an album lull. Lull. <laughs> Lots of love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. An album <laughs> full of love. Oh. Um, How many balconies are there, though? Oh, so many. Go on, at least tell me at least like an average well, how many balconies there might be. Oh, probably about uh, over a million. This song winds me up. <laughs> okay, okay. Miss, miss opportunity. Wait, which oh. one winds you up? The one we're about to hear. Okay. He wanted a, he wanted I, a I trillion did, balconies. Miss <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> this is not enough balconies. There's not enough balconies. It's only a billion. <laughs> what I do want to say before we play it is that we do kind of enter a bit of a, a suite at the end of the album which seems to focus on one subject which is like the world at the time of 2010 these next four songs are all quite they're actually about something that holds these four songs together which i don't think we've had on the album so far i think you know the album so far has been a collection of songs like however you feel about them a collection of like perfectly pleasant songs or good songs or bad songs whatever you think but just a collection of songs with nothing much holding them together other than their production style whereas actually on the end of the album here um you start to get into something that holds it together that's a bit more thematic let's uh, let's listen
Right, that solo is the best thing about it. Yeah, because it's and and it's indicative of the missed opportunity of that song, which is if you get a gun or rose, whatever, whichever. He, I don't know if he's the gun or the rose in the, in the band. <laughs> no, the, in okay. the band, the guns of the okay. roses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah, he sure. that he is from. Yeah. Then if you got that, if you got him on your album, why not do what they've done? For like a whole fucking album years ago and do like a fucking Guns N' Roses rip off, like do a real <laughs> cheese, go really Guns N' Roses with it, which the solo kind of is a little bit, but like they're not exactly a band that shied away from just ripping off Guns N' Roses. No, You've yeah, got a member right. of Guns N' Roses rip off Guns N' Roses. I don't know, it's got like a and do and do, and do some yeah, 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 yeah and like really go into it. <laughs> yeah. It's got like what? a bluesy riff underneath it. It is is a little bit rocky, isn't it? It's like a bit. No, I don't know. It's Sorry, like a... it sounds absolutely nothing like two men hugging <laughs> on a beach and <laughs> and dragging logs across snow. That's ridiculous. No, no one's know. wearing no one's wearing oversized gloves in this song. <laughs> Very frustrating. It's um, a little bit rocky though. What the thing the thing about Duff McKagan is that he's a bassist. So uh, yeah. So like. Even if you did like make like a Guns N' Roses sort of pastiche, he wouldn't be playing any of like the Guns N' Roses parts. Nah. Listen to that bass line on a billion balconies facing a sun. That could be literally anybody. Yeah. So Nicky just doesn't play. Yeah, Nicky's just not on this song. Oh, great! He's like a day off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? And presumably, when they toured, he came with them for the whole tour and played that one song. Uh, he turned up for one gig. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, and it yeah, was supposed just... to be Southampton when I saw them. But he got stuck in traffic, and so he was in one of like the London gigs or something. I think. Oh, mate! Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, just do. I think they should have done a done a full on Guns and Roses song. And, all, and regardless, the song that we did get, it should have been two minutes long. Yes, I, I agree. Yeah. It should have, it yeah. should have been yeah. one of those little two minute bangers. Well, it's uh, yeah, not a banger. It's not a banger. I'd like to put on record. I don't think it's, it's not a banger. banger. I've no idea what the song's about. Maybe it's about tourism, like a billion balconies facing the sun. Like the, you've like, literally Brits, just Brits read going the title. Ab- Brits going <laughs> very good. Brits going abroad. No, hold on. It's no, feed into them. absolutely not. Like maybe like there's a line about addiction to technology kind of thing. Yes, I think that that's that's more uh, like a billion faces yeah. turned to their screens. Exactly, consume boredom every day. We've all but become that just screams person. of like it screams of like if, if, if guys, if you ask me, everyone's on their phones these days, aren't they? <laughs> if you ask me, everyone's looking at their iPhones and but there's at kind their... there's kind of more to that sort of thought. No, here, they're talking no, about becoming like, on, our James, own personal like... gods, and we've become so sad and lost. But also, uh, James, come on, Grandpa, do a kickflip. But or also, get out. but also. Also, Steve. <laughs> but also, <laughs> I wonder if James can do a kickflip. I can do a kickflip. If he can't do a kickflip, he's an idiot. I can't do. A can you do a kickflip? I'm an idiot. Um, but it does seem to be. I like was talking. <laughs> oh, that's how we're going to do the podcast now. Excuse me. I was talking <laughs> with his finger at you. Um, Excuse me. I can't remember what I was going to say. Uh, that's it yeah. Steve as much as you take the piss out of the sentiment of what's looking at their fucking phones these days first of all I mean it is is a legitimate criticism oh 100% and also, be, and, and also B and also and also B in 2010 that wasn't as played out a criticism also yeah that's true 2010 of course it was Mm, not as played no. out as it is in 2020 though i we didn't 20, have a, i had... didn't have a smartphone i could watch youtube on yes you did mm, did you not in 2010 get some fucking have, money. i didn't have get a some money app. get Guys, some fucking money nokia 3210s and school straps. mate in fucking at 2010 was four years after the release of the first iphone did you know that the tv has been out for a while 
I yeah, I was broadly aware of that. But this, yeah. this also, this seems to be about creating yourself as a hero on social media. And like, kind of, uh, I, I think that social media wasn't a thing back then. Steve, can you uh, relate to that, mate? Because <laughs> I'm a hero. <laughs> yeah, because you're, you're a big hero. Because I posed as a cat for but our it social is, media. <laughs> it is the first part, like the next three songs kind of deal in this realm as well. Which actually, I think, is relatively interesting and is also too little too late for me. Okay. Like, on the album, I think. And if, this, and if, the, and if that sentence was written by Nicky Wire, he would have used a number two, wouldn't he? Exactly. Yeah, because yeah, of what good, I was going to say, this next song, but it's actually But it's not, not the next, next song. song. Yeah, no. but I, I liked what you did there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Imagine that segue was before this, the next song. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to edit it? To before the next no, song. No, no. I'm no. gonna do it. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna plop it in. <laughs> it'll be. It'll be before both of them now. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, did you not have a smartphone in 2010? I had a smartphone, but it wasn't. I couldn't use it to like do what I do now. I didn't have Spotify. I didn't have apps where I could edit photos or anything. I could like make calls, text and stuff. I could receive pictures, but Messenger wasn't its own app or anything like that. In 2010, I definitely must have had an yeah, iPhone in 2000, 3G. In 2010, that's four years after the release of the first iPhone. By then, like our smartphones were pretty prevalent. Yeah. You could get the internet, the real internet, not WAP. Yeah, 2010 was the not release. Not WAP. 2010 was 2010 was the release of the iPhone 4, which was like a big deal. Yeah, but you know, the... and you could do all the shit on that. Like you said, like the criticism wasn't as in the air as it is now. No, I'm now just questioning when you got your first smartphone. But the criticism of, of screens has been around since the 50s in TV. Well, yeah, it has. But this is all good content. I don't know why we're doing this over well, the song. No, just keep it in. Well, because the song's in. fucking boring. No, just keep it in, mate. Just keep it in. We'll just keep it in. Over the song, it's fine. The, you, the listeners, they, they get it. This is fine. It's fine. Nah, it's not. It's boring. No, yeah, man. It's, it's Wait, hold pretty on. boring. Manic, pretty boring. Manics have done a song about capitalism, guys. Um, is yeah, it not also partially about? Is it a? Is it a bit meta though? It is, is about it themselves. About, uh, yeah, because like, uh, is it about like? There's a line that's, I'm no longer preaching to the converted. That congregation has long ago deserted. Is that basically saying the old school people that pray at the altar of Richie fans have fucked off and now they we're now left with the Mondeo men? I've got the uh, whole thing about the, the we in the lyric is like the, the us in Do You Love Us. Uh, in, not Do You Love Us, in You Love Us. Like it seems a bit more self-aware, this one. I, I think I think that you're both right, and I th- I think that it like, um I I think that they're also talking about how like music is no longer viewed as an art form, and it's viewed as commerce. All we make is entertainment. Yeah. Which actually I think is a very interesting yeah. concept, and the content of this song is much more interesting than how it is, uh, presented. Yeah, because there's a bit about um, uh, I'm so postmodern. That bit 
is that we're so cool, post like everything a, is that like a callback to the when nicky had on the back of his jacket i'm so modern that everything is pointless yeah yeah exactly is that a little callback to that maybe yeah maybe it's like yeah. a it's like a self-referential thing and, and it's again in that realm of like the world is sort of uh changing everybody's kind of moving online and um yeah like music is just entertainment now there, there's no sort of you know it's Almost like the devaluation of art, I suppose, because they 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 see themselves as very arty boys, you know, little naughty arty boys. Exactly, but naughty you know, boys. They still have to make like <laughs> they still have to make like record sales quotas and and, and stuff like that. Yeah. All, all they make is entertainment. You know, is there a value for art in this new uh, world of commerce that's been taken online? That's a very interesting question. And that question is way more interesting than any part of that song. Uh, one thing that does stand out in this song, rarely, rarely does the, do the drums stand out to me. Mm. Like, And there's a few little... Some little drum rolls going on. And they actually were... Mm. I was like, oh, that's that's something. It's definitely something. That's mildly something. This song is all <laughs> about... When, when Sean comes on in a bit, I'll ask him how... Oh, what, yeah. what, is thought yeah, process, what the thought process was behind doing those little drum rolls. That's a good idea. What was he, you know. This song is all about the solo at the end of it, to be fair. Like, that's right, all yeah. it builds up to. Yeah. yeah. It's all just a little bit too little, too late, like I said. Like, I've been doing that a lot yeah. this episode. I'm very sorry. What just, are you doing? Just doing. <laughs> Just doing the solos. <laughs> I've had a couple of good solos. I've had a, cu- I've had a couple album, beers. Yeah. Oh, has he? Uh, the, the thing about this this album is that I think that they got exactly what they wanted to get. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like they nailed whatever they were aiming for. I just really hate what they were aiming for. Like I just, yeah. I just really don't like it. Um, I, I do quite like this next one. The future has been here forever. And if this, and if the, and if that sentence was written by Nicky Wire, he would have used a number two, wouldn't he? Lucas, typically not a fan of uh, Nicky's vocal performances on albums. Uh, it's his best one, though. Yes. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, far, I mean anyway. then again, what's there been? What's Phil Blues, which is all right. Uh, 
his entire solo album? No, but that, that was dog shit. So don't worry. About right. It. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's the other one? Isn't there another one that's all Nicky on another album somewhere? Maybe. Yeah, on the last uh, one. William's uh, last words. Oh, if it was yeah, on the last yeah, yeah. one, mate, I don't remember that. You remember William's last words? Mate, I genuinely don't remember a single song off that album. Right. When I the said one... when I said that I give it NA out of ten, I wasn't joking. I genuinely <laughs> it did not register on me at all. <laughs> genuinely, if you ask me now, sing a single line from that album, do a single melody. Isn't I couldn't. it lovely? Oh yeah, that one. Okay, great. Anyway, this one's this one's all right. Yeah, this one's all right. It's it's nice. Nah. Nicky's vocal, it's got some choir, it's got brass. Yeah, a bit of trumpet, um, like a bit of trumpet. It's maybe trumpet a little bit it. ruined by the cheese for me. Yeah, that's actually Sean playing the trumpet. Um, is it Sean? Okay. There is actually a funny story about that. Which oh, is, it? is uh, when they were recording this song, uh, yeah. they had it all down except for the trumpet. And Dave Oringa, the producer, said, hmm, hmm. this needs more trumpet. Yeah, and Sean... He wasn't even in the recording studio at the time. Oh, he sure. burst through the wall and said, <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. And already had a trumpet part ready. And so, yeah, that's where the, that confusion uh, confusion came from. Um, yeah. This song is fine. I already knew it would be Nicky singing before I heard the song. Because, because of the four ever. Yeah, I fucking right. hate okay. it. Yeah. I fucking hate it. Right. Grow up. I, I Grow up. To war- <laughs> I started to warm to Nicky's voice, didn't I? Yeah. This song is the opposite of good. You don't like this? No. Uh, the, in case you, the words you're looking for is bad. Just in case oh, yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, Again, it, well, it's, it, it's basically break my heart slowly like at the start. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Don't know what that is. Although this seems is. to be like, it seems to tackle the inevitability of someone getting old and losing relevance, uh, which again fits in with this like theme that we have at the end of the album. Steve, how does that make you feel about growing old and losing relevance? I really wish I cared about this album. I'm I don't understand. Myself. It's weird, though. It's weird. It's interesting that this album has had so little effect on you that, yeah. that, that all the nostalgia lyrics do nothing. And yet on another album, I repeat the lyrics in just my normal voice. <laughs> and and, you, cry, and right? you start to well up. Yeah. Mm. Um, not, it's not always about the lyrics that, that installs my nub. Instill like, oh. installs your oh. knob. Is that no? It installs it. Like I put it in. I get the it e, puts it in. exe. And next, I next, next, the... next, 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 yeah. next. Finish. Okay. Install nub. <laughs> wait, you know, wait for the percentage to go up. Like it's going. It's getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Um, it's the way the that the lyrics bigger. are delivered, right? Yeah, like yeah. Sometimes it's the lyric. Sometimes it's literally like, oh, remember when there's a beach. I mean, I, um, I feel like it was. All, I, I feel like it's mostly always remember. The when. lyrics are remember when there's a beach. <laughs> yeah. uh, being grown up isn't those in as your fun little, as growing up. Put those in your little fucking notebook. Yeah. Remember when there's a beach. <laughs> uh, there's a terrible lyric. You can on, put that uh, on my journal for plague lovers. <laughs> there's a terrible. Uh, lyric on on this on this song like maybe maybe my least favorite man it's a lyric ever when i start to break free it calls me back again like the godfather three i never can escape yeah what's the what What? i don't get it well that's where that famous quote is from just when i think i'm out they pull me back in 
And then he says whether the quote's yeah, 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 and yeah, then he exactly. attributes the quote. Yeah, like yeah. the Godfather three. It's yeah. like the Godfather. Basically, what I'm saying is, it's like yeah. the Godfather three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like a dog chasing cars. Uh, you know, when I get there, I don't know what to do with it. From the Dark Knight, two thousand and seven, <laughs> Chris yeah. Nolan. Yeah, <laughs> there is a bit of cowbell. Yeah, sorry guys, two thousand and eight. I feel really so, bad. Yeah. Really sorry. So there's a bit of cowbell in the song, though, isn't there? Adam? I actually quite cowbell. like the arrangement of it, but again, it's just yeah. too little, too late. And what's weird um, about the cowbell? Actually, is an interesting story about the cowbell. Yeah. Is is Christopher Walken came in and he walked yeah. up to Sean and he said, "But we need more cowbell." Yeah. And then he did the cowbell. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, like in a, in a fever, yeah. guys. And, and the yeah, because what I'm doing there is I'm taking a bit that Adam did yeah. and I'm taking yeah. a famous Saturday Night Live bit and yeah. I'm combining them and that makes it original. Google, isn't it? Yeah, it's like yeah. Google. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a phrase used in Google's corporate code of conduct, which is also formally preceded as a motto: "Don't be evil." Yeah, mm. and, it's, and, and it's because like they actually are a bit like that sort of what Wait, the song's what? about. That, that, what that they mean? actually are a bit evil. Like, what? That's sort Why of are they what evil? About what? They're a really good search engine. Yeah, really. that's all but they if, do. If you're going to go online do. and I want to search for something, Google. Yeah. The best thing I think about Google is that they uh, they know exactly what I want. They will hear me in my house through whatever yeah. microphones they have <laughs> on the TV or the uh, Google Nest that I own. And they will uh, hear me speak about things and then advertise that directly to me Which at is a really competitive helpful. price. And it's actually really helpful. Yeah. 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 But it's not evil, is it? It's, a bit, it's not evil. It's like I said earlier about them starting to reference like things that are like now... It's, it's weird, weird. Isn't it's still it? weird to me. Like by the mo- by, resistance is futile. Is there a song about like TikTok? Yeah, they, they, of <laughs> course. Yeah. yeah, the famous Manic Street Preachers TikTok song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah, like uh, the song Snapchat or No Chat or something. Yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, Snapchat yeah, or yeah. No Chat. Yeah. Um. Uh, again, it fits into that sort of late album theme of like modern tech and corporate greed and capitalism. But what a standard rock song. Uh, this is like I've been really trying well then again this album hasn't really had much of that but you hate when I just say I nothing this song and why because it sounds like a standard rock song end of conversation yeah. I've got nothing more to say there yeah. you go this song why are the Manic Street so bad at ending albums 
I don't so rarely do they, they end are. strong. Like you've got freedom of speech won't feed my children, which fucking slaps. Yep. Condemned to rock and roll. Yeah, that's pretty fucking good. Uh, Gold Against okay. the Soul was good, actually. Gold Against the Soul, you both like. I think PCP is a good ending to the Holy Bible. Disagree. Okay, cool. that's fine. Yeah. No Surface All Feeling is one of Stephen Mine's like, uh, top ten. I didn't massively nubs. rate to my memory. Nubs, nubs, okay. nubs, 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 nubs. S-Y-M-M is, is a very weird ending to yeah, an album. Yeah. <laughs> Cardiff Afterlife, I think, is a really good ending to an didn't album. Rate, you've missed an album there, didn't you? Know Your Enemy. Yeah, because you'd already said Freedom of Speech won't feed my children. 1-0. <laughs> okay. And and uh, just to re- reiterate, it fucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Winter Lovers, I, I quite like. Yeah, Winter Lovers was okay. No, no, no. Yeah, but like, I mean, my stance has always been end an album strong, open an album strong. And I weird think, that I'd say know, it in that order, but... <laughs> And and and, man- and manics don't do that. Oh, it's because they front load so much. They front load so much, and Greg, interesting reasons for why they do that was an interesting. Yeah, little and, and why lots of bands listen, do that. Listen to our episode. Loads, loads, Greg. loads of bands front loads. Like lots of albums have their uh, have the singles taken from the first half of the album, don't they? Yeah. Steve is very confused. Yeah, Steve. Um, really I've confused. got a fly that is really bugging me. He's bugging you. Huh. Good. Nice. Yeah, like, Just like Google, right, guys? Cool. Back to the song. Yeah. They're bugging me. Exactly. And that is the end of the album, though. I have nothing else to say on that song because no. it's fine. It's forgettable. It, the, the, the chorus is fine. The album ends on a whimper. Pretend yeah. technology made us equal. Oh, dear. Oh. Oh. Portray oh, your manics. tedium for the world to see. Your I... own movie star, and it's for free. Ooh. I really, Steve. really want to like the next song, that uh, album, so bad. Yeah, I really yeah. do. I really do. I, I have I disliked kind of two in a row yet? Yeah. The, the the one for you, one for me thing has so far I think it definitely works on you. Yeah, it does. It really works. Although there's me. there's two next to each other that you really liked. There's everything must go followed by this is my truth, and yeah. then it seems to go one on one on one on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they they snuck all the interesting stuff in at the end for me Why when ultimately just... like I'd already become a bit bored of the album, so it kind of comes across to me as just like a collection of songs with nothing much to say and there's yeah. individual bits of the album that I quite like but there's also bits that I fucking hate and even the bits that I like are then like ruined by some of the production choices uh, I think they nailed what they were going for I don't like what they're going for uh, 2 out of 10 <laughs> straight out the bat yeah. Yay! yeah I just absolutely could not connect to this I don't dislike it I just want I just for want of a better phrase I nothing it yeah, and yeah, yeah. I usually have something a bit more to say about them, but like there's a couple of bits that stand out. Maybe the first couple of tracks again front loaded, as is tradition. Um, but the standouts only stand out because the rest of the album is relatively forgettable. Like yeah. the overuse of strings and choir felt like they were trying too hard to do that one for you thing and make it too radio friendly, too accessible. I, yeah, which yeah. I have no problem with if it's catchy and like good. <laughs> <laughs> like I love, like I love pop music. Like I do yeah, like it. Yeah, yeah. But this just doesn't seem to fit yeah, like anywhere Slipknot. for me. Um, yeah. this is like this is how I'm going to describe this album. I'm not angry. I'm disappointed. Right. Okay, that makes sense. Four out of ten. <laughs> Four out of ten. Yeah. Okay. That's my that's, least favorite. Oh God. We're going to start a whole fucking thing. No, we're not. No, about... we're not. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing about the. No, we are. Because and... I'm going to give it. I'm going to give it not far off a score that Steve did, and I've described it so much more positively. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh my I God. Mean, four seems so high, considering that you nothing this album. 
But that is nothing. I rate low. Okay, fine. I admit, I rate low. Steve rates fucking high. Yeah. No, 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 no. Steve rates with a critical mind as well as how much he likes it. Shut up. That's what me and Steve do. No. No. That is what me and Steve do because if you look at his score for the Holy Bible, he made great pains in saying that like he doesn't necessarily enjoy listening to that album all the time, but he sees what it is, which is this like yeah, but incredible piece of art, and therefore gave it an out- yeah, eight out of ten. Yeah, but we know he was just pandering to you and the fans of our podcast with that with that score. Right? Okay. Like, well, just want he actually approval. didn't like it. You just wanted the <laughs> approval and to sound deep. But bits like, aside, Lucas, does everyone like me the, at home? The the difference in our scoring is that Steve and I allow. We will bump up slightly because we are, are like appreciating it on a level that's not just whether or not we like it, which you don't do, which is also fine. What did I give Send Away the Tigers? A four. Uh, oh, really? Yes. I guess that's going to change, Lucas. Yeah. <laughs> From your face. God. Did I give it a four? Yeah, because you yeah. said it was just below average. Yeah. Or it was average, but you didn't really like it. I guess, yeah, for the most part, like, there was some shongs. Nothing. There's very there's little. Some shongs. There's a shongs. few shongs. Shongs. Shon shonery. There's nothing on this album that I dis dislike. Okay. There's songs that are like, eh. and then like most of the rest of it is like quite listenable and Sounds pleasant. like a five. I think Sounds it's like a five. five. I think it's yeah. five. You sound, but, I tell you what, you've been much more positive about this than you have. Send away the tigers. Yeah, I feel like I have, haven't I? But but I'm just. I, I always and I've had this problem with a lot of the other albums is I when there's a song when there's like a couple of songs that I think are fucking great I feel yeah. bad for them if I give the album a low score so like I think of Cinema of the Tigers and think oh I give it a four that seems low but all I'm actually thinking is because Your Love Alone Autumn is Not Enough is really yeah, fucking yeah. good and so is Autumn Songs so yeah. like why did I only give that a four but that's because like the rest of the album yeah <laughs> well <laughs> it's, it's interesting it, like here's the thing about my score is that my score for like the individual songs, I'd probably give like Golden Platitudes an eight out of ten, and Hazelton Avenue a one out of ten. Does that equate to a two? No, it doesn't, because we're not rating the songs individually. We're rating how the album is and how those songs hold together and what the album is saying. And for this, this album is saying nothing. And a lot of the songs are fine, or I dislike them, which you might think is okay. That's just below average. Then it's a four, but. I am much more annoyed by mediocrity <laughs> than I am by something yeah. that's bad. This is the thing. Um, I was probably quite negative about Know Your Enemy, but at least they had a disco song in it. Right, and at least at least they were it's trying that, something interesting. And it's their best yeah. song. Like it's there was a lot of like kind of trite, um, sort of average rock songs and that. Well, well that's, wrong. that's wrong. Disco song. No, that's, they that's did incorrect. have a lot of very average rock songs on that album. That's very. But this is just very one-dimensional and just the same thing. But that like, one dimension very... is much more listenable, IMO, than Know Your Enemy or a lot of Know Your Enemy, a lot of Tigers. Mm. Certainly, anything off of Plague Lovers. What did you give? Know your enemy. Uh, Lucas gave it a four because I basically the, the idea was the second half of it I yeah. nothinged or disliked, no, and the first yeah, yeah. half of it. I thought you gave it more because of Miss Europa. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, yeah. See, oh, I don't even know what's real anymore. Oh, we'll we'll get back to this. I don't we're even talking know about what. Well, here's here's the thing. The next episode of this. We're going to do a bonus episode. Or it might not be called a bonus episode. We might give it a number, but we're going to cover national treasures in the next episode. Um, 
so we're also then as they're looking back and kind of like we did with forever delayed we're going to look back we're going to talk about our scores we're going to talk about our album rankings in the next episode so let's go with your gut lucas that's a five um give us some favorite tracks least favorite tracks uh it's not war just end of love mm-hmm. golden platitudes good pick uh doing three again That's he's doing no three. i'm doing low i'm doing the bad okay okay all right, all right. <laughs> i think i i think i found it oh bad pick <laughs> and and like i don't know or intoxication i don't know something sure. off the sec- something off the second half where it trails off on it and just okay cool. in standard manix fashion steve favorites least favorite uh favorites it's not war just <laughs> mm-hmm. uh auto intoxication Oh, yeah, interesting, cool. Like that, uh, off the album. Um, least favorite, maybe the descent. It was not mm. descent. Well, not very descent for Steve. No. Yeah. Uh, my favorites are Golden Platitudes, and I think I found it. Picking one from each of Lucas's categories there, and my least favorites, understandably, are Postcards from a Young Man and Hazelton, Hazelton <laughs> Avenue, which can. Fuck off. Put it in the bin. Turn out of you. Put it in the bin with You Stole the Sun from My Heart and Autumn Song. Um, Although that is my, probably, like, without tipping my hand too much, that is my least favourite Manix album. It's also the one I've spent the most money on. Right. So please get ready for the return of Adam's Adam's Tat Corner. Okay. They released a special edition. Look at this. It's a bit awkward because we're on camera. Yeah. It's so big. It's so large. It's, it's a shoebox. It's a shoebox. It's supposed to be a shoebox full of memories. Now, Adam, did you buy okay. this like sight unseen so you hadn't heard the album yet? This is your initial purchase of the album. Hadn't heard the album. Oh. Day one, I went to HMV in London to buy this. Great. God, I it bet was... you were so disappointed. <laughs> It was one hundred pounds. Oh my god! Oh, that's all right. No, that's all right. It's like that's all it's right. Six thousand postcards from a young what man. What is that? What is that in today's money? Like I just spent. So, I, I just spent like one hundred and fifty on a special edition. Like hundred seems all right. Adam, show this is honestly you. like this is genuinely beautiful. I actually really like this. Um, so it comes with this. This this is a big A four like notebook. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, um, nice. Look, it's got like the nice like thing and it's supposed to be like a recreation of Nikki's notebook when they were recording the album okay so look, you can see there it's got like lots of lists yeah and all of the uh like he writes, the he writes quite stuff. big doesn't he yeah he does and these are all but these are all stickers and these are all like properly put in there by hand and stuff okay oh so they're actually stickers very... it's not just printed on the page yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, These that's are glossy, surprisingly. And this is this is real paper. I'm sure that it's was like, definitely really? done by the band and not by like a like a <laughs> like an abused child <laughs> yeah. in a third world country. Some intern well, look, that just wasn't. It's paid. just really nicely done, and that's not the only thing that uh, like that it that that comes in it. Um, there's a postcard for every single song from a young man. Um, there you go. I've got a few of them there. Like they're quite nice. Some of them have got writing on the back. They've got the lyrics and stuff on. Yeah. Um. This is a recreation of a postcard that Nick sent to James Nick. when he was on holiday. I think it's the first time that any Nick. of us have referred to him as Nick. Yeah, we. Call him, I just call him yeah. Nick. Um. There is obviously the album on CD. Uh. Yeah. There is 
a DVD of the making of, which you can't get anywhere else, although it is on YouTube. Love, love a good making of. And, oh, do you know what? Especially if, right, it's literally just raw footage of them in the studio. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Like, yeah. you're a fly on the wall. And this is really cool. Like, a, um, a cassette of the demos. Pretty cool. I bet you've had a lot of opportunities to listen to that, haven't you? I've never heard this. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that was Adam's Tat Corner. <laughs> so, the album... Who wants to guess where that album charted? Bearing in mind that first single charted at like 28. Three. 30. Okay, Lucas has looked this up. And it is exactly number three. (laughs) And is met with like positive reviews, like between seven and eight out of 10 in almost every publication. And and I can see why. I can see why, like, yeah, yeah, the whole album. I can see why, like, because it's completely different to anything that's out at that time. Like, again, the Manics are not being fashionable. They are kind of apart from the rest of the music scene. Uh, You know, I get it. It's just not my... um, president trying to think of what Um, was around in 2010 um, like what was new a lot of reviews point out that it's fun and loud i mean that just depends on the volume you've set so is lucas so (laughs) lots of tv and i'm like a seven or eight out of ten that's true just just back off the mic a little bit there uh lots of tv coverage including strictly come dancing uh they perform uh some kind of nothingness on strictly come dancing uh did they and and james and bradford's in like a lovely like suit uh, what? Oh wait, does, like, so- does someone skate to it? Wait, they don't skate. No, that's, no, that's, no, no, that's, no. That's, does someone, does someone dance they're to just, it? No, they're just the musical performance that night. Um, no, it, but they would have had they would have had a couple of dancers dancing at the same time. No, they didn't. Steve knows. Steve's really? clearly an avid watcher. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll link I the YouTube thing in the show notes. Please don't. Um, Shows. But gone are the days of like the punk ethos where like they went on the word and they were supposed to play Love Sweet X style but played repeat um, instead on live TV. Now this is like, it's all to a backing track. The only thing live is James's voice and some of the choir. It's all very, um, you know, it's to attract the divorced mums. Uh, <laughs> Robbie Williams. The tour starts the week of the album release and it's fucking huge. It's like their biggest ever UK tour. It's 26 UK dates, uh, some of which are rescheduled due to illness. But there's an Australian tour. There's a Japanese tour. They release some kind of nothingness as a single on December 6th. It reaches, drum roll, (gasps) number 44. It's the first single to chart outside of the top 40 since they signed with Sony in 1991 which is absolutely mad. Um, and tell you why that is. It's because the never stop, never stop, Yeah, it's because of that one bit. Yeah. It is because of that one bit. Um, in 2011, they do like a handful of little dates, including they play the Blackwood Miners Institute, which is pretty cool. And they perform at Michael Sheen's Passion Play in Port Talbot, in wh- uh, where they are arrested and taken off stage. That's interesting. Um, we should talk to him about that sometime. We should. Maybe. Maybe. Postcards from a Young Man is released as a single on february the 28th that reaches number 54 um although just sort of not a great time for singles i think in general because that was actually the 10th highest selling seven inch vinyl in 2011 um so yeah and then in may 2011 they play like a couple of european dates and three weird dates in the uk they play landudno arena wolverhampton civic hall and cardiff arena and then it's like summer festivals because during that time they are preparing their next compilation which is called national treasures 
and it collects all of their singles. The big tour. Yeah. The 26 dates or whatever. Yeah. Now, uh, maybe it's only because I don't listen to new bands because I'm stuck in my ways. And so the bands I listen to are very big, largely, because they've been around for a long time. And so they do minimal dates. Do sort of small and medium sized bands still do big UK tours or just, so just or just just everyone do because when the bands that I would go and see which are few and far between <laughs> just play like eight tops eight venues in the UK if, in fact even if that it's like Wembley and or O2 and then like Birmingham and Manchester and like Glasgow like no one plays tomorrow like no one that I am aware of in my sphere plays the Southampton Guild Hall anymore. But I'm I'm guessing bands still play there, right? So like Yeah, of course. Ooh. Um Bands so, I'm too old for. So let's well, so if you have no a look at, at like moment. I'm so half the zeitgeist. If you have a look at um Idols, for instance, so they announced a tour that Steve, we've got tickets for and it's what? It's about like Cheers the invite. It's about 10 dates, isn't it? Yeah, and that's yeah. quite small, relatively, still. Yeah, but they're also, they're like guild halls and one of them's an arena, you know? Um, yeah. But then they've also just announced another tour, Steve. Did you see that today? The European one? No, the UK one. Oh, no, I didn't see that. They're playing the 1865 in Southampton. Oh. And they're playing the Concord 2 in Brighton. Oh, mate, I want to go to the, that one. What's yeah. the 1865? Tiny little, venue. yeah. I've lived in Southampton for 30 years on and off. I saw Lit there. What the fuck <laughs> is then, the 1865? And then my friend D met AJ Popoff and I left before I met AJ Popoff. Where's oh, that? Oh, no. Though? Yeah, D met him. Where's, I didn't. Where's uh, that? Didn't it used to be called the Engine Rooms? Yes. Yes. Uh, oh, hang on. I'm having a little little goosey now. It's like super out of the way. It doesn't matter. Anyway. Yeah, I'm anyway. just looking. No, no, no. This is important, guys. I'm just looking it up on Google Maps. Those kind of tours do still exist, but the thing is, is they, they are not nearly as big as the Manics did them at this point. Like 26 UK dates is pretty huge, even by today's standards. Yeah, I yeah. feel like the bands that I used to see when I was like 17 and I'd go to a gig a week. I feel like those you'd go bands... you go to Guildhall, you'd go to the Portsmouth yeah. Pyramids. Yeah, what I mean is, I feel like the bands that were doing those tours mm. were doing 25 venue tours. Yeah, probably, but they were probably a little bit smaller than the venues that Mannix were doing at this point. So, like, three of those dates would have been Brixton Academy. So, that's, like, that's 10,000 people. Side point, I'd go to the 1865 to watch Idols. Okay, well, let's see if we can get tickets, then. So, cheers for the invite. Well, let's see if we can get tickets. They're going to sell on Friday. Um, all right, only if you do all the work, though. Okay, I'll do. Like, all I don't work. care yeah, enough. Okay. I don't care enough to like <laughs> Adam for once. Get out of the three of us. You do all the work. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, who's who, why is Adam getting a PlayStation Five? Is that because I took the liberty of making an extra pre-order for my good friend? Let's not get into profit. who did what to who <laughs> because it's actually, guys, the end of the episode. Because next week we're going to go into national treasures. We're going to look at our own scores. We're going to do some album rankings. Okay. Does that sound like something that is good? This oh, is this is like the first good... I'm learning about this being a thing. I thought we weren't going to do any more ranking until we're done. I mean, that's we were going to we're going to solidify our scores and off the back of that, it'll be fairly easy to work out your ranking. <laughs> I, I I thought we were, I thought we'd basically done the midpoint, which was the greatest hits, and then we're going to do at the very end we'll do it again. Lucas 
every episode you've talked about your scores. So we've done it every single time. Right, guys. That I is haven't come prepared end. for that. This, this is the end of I the episode. I called the right guys. This is the end of the episode. There's only one thing left to do, which is see if Sean is ready to join us on the Zoom call. Oh, so man. bear with oh, me. Are we going to meet? Are we going to meet him? Yeah. Okay. Right, so nothing to wanna, us now. We've you got might want to fam- put a shirt on. Steve. We've got famous oh, mates. We're we're big time now. Meeting Sean Moore. Shrug. Nothing. It's okay. nothing. Oh, I've got an email from him. For fuck's sake. The subject line is just the word podcast, which okay. is not usually how this goes. Um, okay. Says, hey guys, not going to be able to make the podcast today Typical. after locking down after locking down my house. And enacting Sean Law, I became snowed under with things to do and take care of. Uh, so much, in fact, that I wondered to myself if I could create, and he's written this as, more Sean. I set about inventing a cloning machine using parts from my recently discarded fridge and have successfully cloned three other versions of myself. But even then, I'm still too busy. I'm sorry for this. Even this email is being typed by my most recent clone. Signed, Sean Four. <laughs> so that's that's disappointing. I'm glad he's not coming on. <laughs> yeah, at this point. I mean, I'll invite him back. But at this point, don't get your hopes up. Nah. I wouldn't want, it, I wouldn't want him to be on this shite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be ashamed to put him on this this dirge. <laughs> Sean so that that wraps it up for this week. Uh, thank you so much for uh, listening, everybody who has listened. Stupid shit podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you can get a hold of us on Twitter at Manix Podcast. You can get a hold of us on Instagram at Manix Podcast. You can email us, manixpodcast at gmail.com, and we'll find some time to read those out, I'm sure. Um, and we also, look, here, here's the thing. You are 100% massively supporting us just by listening uh, to what we Anyone are still listening at this point <laughs> yeah, is, I know, is right. a fucking idiot. Yeah, but it's also but a massive... We love you. It's also a <laughs> massive supporter of ours. Yeah, yeah if, but also what's wrong with you? If you want to find yeah, another way to support us by maybe chucking us a couple of quid and you want something in return for that, we have a Redbubble where we have merch, uh, which... Uh, we've got t-shirts and clocks and jigsaw puzzles and socks and face masks and all sorts of stuff with lots of different designs. Some of them are fun. Some of them are stupid. One of them is cool. Um, if you... <laughs> Which is the one, Adam? Which is the one that's I d- cool? I don't know. I can't remember. Um, I think we have some new designs that have either just gone up or are just about to go up. Um, so go and check those out. You can you can find that at doyouloveus.redbubble.com. And obviously all that normal stuff like rate, review, subscribe. To this if you podcast. want to more directly support just me, DM me on Twitter and I'll just give you my PayPal information. <laughs> yeah, great. Okay, good. Yeah. Um, and so the only real thing left to say is that we, uh, we live in urban hell and we destroy rock and roll. Bye. Baggy tea. Bye.